I don't have a can, so. You bastard, you screwed it I, up. I clinked my, uh, my Zelda Ooh. pint with a die. Okay. But been a while since I had, like, a stronger IPA. Alright. I have a weaker IPA myself, actually. It's only 4%, which I I'm gonna start was the game. surprised by. Uh, anyways, you can now watch Crow streaming this game. So, and hello, Internet! Uh, that's what I was supposed to say, and then I was confused by saying Crow's a bastard because he messed up not having a can or whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyways, my name you is Spatman, come as with always, your host of Drink to the Past, the only podcast where E3 hype is now, unless there's another podcast that streams on Friday nights that I am unaware of, which there's probably a lot of them, actually. But ours is the coolest and the drunkest uh, which we will get to in just a moment. Uh, so subscribe and share and ring that bell and all that good stuff. Uh, we are here live every Friday night, and as well, you can find us on the uh, audio versions later on on uh, Podbean and Apple Podcasts. And David Wayne Nystrom in the chat as uh, our good buddy here. Dave. Uh, we love Dave. So, uh, hi, Dave. He says, the internet says hello back, and that's like the first time that that's actually happened. Usually I'm like, hello, you, you internet, and, you and the internet reply. just stands there, not saying shit. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> I am joined by co-host and or guests, uh, <laughs> which, of and course... And or. Yes, it's, it's in the ubiquitous opening monologue. It's in my notes. It says and or. Uh, you, excuse me, did you say co-host? Because I might take some offense to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry, sorry, Chris, you've been replaced. Oh, Damn it. You didn't... We didn't want you to find out this way, but I did. <laughs> oh, you bastard. Right, okay. Whatever's going on, I'm pretty sure we have to drink for it, so... <laughs> That's fair. Oh, all right. I got oh, it. no, I spilled. I have to drink. Oh, you bastard. I'll drink to that. <laughs> Love these Chateau Romani. This is a disaster of an opening, I gotta say. Right? I mean, uh, when is it not? When it's uh, on a different podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You don't come to this podcast for fancy openings. You come to watch drunken idiots talk about video games and tabletop RPGs, except for not tabletops this week because there's going to be too much E3 hype. Uh, so anyways, uh, our special guests tonight are um, Crow, as you may have already noticed, and I am going to make it so that his gameplay is a little bit bigger by cropping out. I should have done that earlier, but I didn't. Probably. So, all right. Subtitles. Why did you not stay on? Bigger. There you go. Now. Yeah, I get like the nice OBS view yeah. in there, but yeah. I'm digging this. This. Uh, I don't know what this thing is here. It's a little alien boy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why subtitles aren't pop. Oh, there they are. Okay. Kick its ass. Pretty sure that's the answer in every video game ever, especially Undertale. I'm actually yeah. learning in my Undertale playthrough that kick its ass is usually a bad idea. But that's. Oh my not god, you are? <laughs> Tends to be. Yeah, because, like, Undertale makes you feel like a dick for killing everybody, turns yeah. out. Uh, so, anyways, uh, and of course, we also have our good buddy Kevin O'Rourke back on a podcast yes. for E3 Hype. Yes, I'm here, and I'm drinking a nice, cold, uh, Sebago main haze forward hazy IPA. Nice. So, I guess we Enjoying got three IPAs here. here. That's pretty neat. Um, mine is Fast Pack IPA from Great Divide Brewing Company. Uh, not sure if you can really see that all that much, but uh, is uh, Abraham Lincoln doing okay. on the front there? I'm pretty sure that's uh, oh good, giant like space centipede. 
hiking trail or something. It's oh, it looked like a. Oh, there was a glare. Kind okay, of that's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw Honest Abe there. I honestly mm -hmm. saw him. <laughs> honestly. Wow. All right, and uh, because it's E3 week, I've got my E3 hats. So I've got uh, actually three. I don't think I've worn any of these on the podcast before. This is actually one of my more uncommon hats. This is a Colorado Rockies hat from their inaugural season, uh, which you can tell because the C is slightly differently no. shaped on the inside of the R. And I think they did better that season than they are doing currently. I hope. <laughs> Because they're not doing good this season. Uh, and I got my random ass uh, shamrock leprechaun hat. And I got this mysterious ass thing, which I found one time. And I thought, I wonder what the hell this thing is. And I found that it is stretchy enough that I can put it on my head. But somebody later told me that it is a bookcase. Or like a book cover. The thing. slip covers for the books. Yeah. Which I never had those. I never had anything like that either, so it's not something I ever would have thought of. So instead, I continued to use it as a hat. I because... was always jealous of the kids that had, like, the real <laughs> slipcover book covers. And we used to just wrap my textbooks with, like, um, like paper bags from the supermarket. Mm -hmm. They worked. I made I mine out of notebook it paper and duct tape. Did well. Because you're supposed oh. to cover your math book in high school to protect it or whatever. I'm like, it's been beat to shit over the last 17 years since you replaced it. It's not really going to get less beat to shit if I wrap it in one of these or, or whatever. Uh, but, you know. What it, I love that you're wearing a book cover right now. Yeah, I mean. But it's a hat. Who doesn't love wearing a book cover? It The book cover can also be a hat. Who doesn't love wearing books? There's your random ass Family Guy reference for the evening. Yes, Seth MacFarlane, yes, please do not see. Uh, anyways, I mean uh, Seth MacFarlane doesn't come up with anything original, so I think you're fine. Okay, that's fair. Oh, I'm playing now. Shots fired. <laughs> but uh, all right, I've also got a mysterious E3 cocktail, which is so mysterious that I myself don't know what it's going to be. So I have here in my hand is because it's hard to hold these three dice in 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 one hand where I can shift. Here, I I got three dice. Oh, this is great. I got three dice. So you can't see them because it's it's very cluttered on my desk right here. But I have a D four, which is going to choose randomly between one of these four non-alcoholic ingredients. I have a D six which is going to choose between one of these six alcoholic ingredients. And then I have a D10, which four plus six equals 10. So this will make a third ingredient, which may be alcoholic or non-alcoholic. And I have no idea what I'm going to drink tonight, but it's going to All be right. hilarious because it's E3 week. So let's see, I got a four. So my uh, choices here are, uh, well, they were, uh, this giant ass Kentucky Fried Chicken bag of root beer because apparently this is a thing. Right. Uh, cherry ah. Coke Zero, uh, some sort of juice thing, or four is Kool Aid. So we got we got some damn Kool Aid here. Can we see the juice thing? Uh, yeah, it is uh, Santa Cruz Organic Agua Fresca Cucumber Lime. Ah, oh, looks like a vegetable oil bottle. It does kind of be careful. <laughs> yeah, so anyways got that 
And uh, let's see. Two is the Cherry Coke Zero from the D10. Oh, well. And the D6 is five. So let's see. Hold on. So we're going to get some Cherry Coke Zero in this Kool-Aid. Ah, shit. I spilled it all over my crotch. Drink. I, I, hold on. I need to drink actual alcohol for that kind mm. of drink. Mm. Mm. That's an okay beer. It is very light. Uh, like I said, it's only 4%. That's not bad idea. Um, if you're drinking along at home, you can go ahead and drink. All right. Um, and jump. I figured that out. five out of this is my cheap-ass gin. Oh, nice. So, cheap-ass gin is going in this Kool-Aid and Cherry Coke Zero. It's me. This sounds awful. Fuck, why did I bring out the gin? I mean, I guess maybe it's better than the Kahlua? I'm not sure. Yes, it is. Always. Got my Crystal Palace. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Giant-ass bottle was like eight bucks. So That's a deal. That is how cheap this gin is. I'm not a gin man. I have it so that I can make dumbass cocktails on the podcast. And uh, broke it. Here we are. All right, I've I got broke it. Uh, got this fancy ass goblet that I my wife gave me that is going to be my drinking vessel for that. Guys, I broke the game. I've been playing for how long? Fifteen minutes tops. Uh, Seventeen minutes. Nine I broke minutes it. and twenty-seven seconds, according to my clock. I... Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> ah, there we go. Okay, I'm okay. good. We're back. Okay, Crow, Crow unfuck the right. game. Hooray. Everybody take Carry a on. celebratory drink for Crow. Yes. Mostly this tastes like slightly watered down Kool-Aid somehow. Uh, getting like a little bit of the alcohol flavor, but most of the sweetness of the other two ingredients kind of overpowers the actual Whoa. gin flavor. So Less juniper. Yeah. More everything. <laughs> Although, I feel like if you have an $8 gin, it's sort of, uh, <laughs> it's like vodka light. Right? Oh. It's like slightly oh. piney vodka. That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's, hey, that's gin. <laughs> um, I love Gordon's. Gordon's, if you want the cheap stuff, get Gordon's. It looks okay. just like that bottle, too. <laughs> but it's, it's, check them out, maybe. It's just fine. I'll probably have a little bit uh, throughout this show. Uh, Dave is uh, asking if the KFC bag comes with the KFC console. I don't know, but I feel like if you have a KFC console, you have to get a giant sack of root beer, don't you? A sack of root beer? Yes. This is a sack Excuse of me? root beer. See, it's, if it's you like examine, a if you... drinking sack so that you could like, it's like a half gallon so you could like share it with your party or whatever. It's like, you know how Canadian milk comes in bags? It's kind of like that, except there's like a big nozzle on top that you can just drink out of. Yeah. It, more like, but it's like a screw cap. Yeah, like so. And then you can drink your root beer out of a gallon, half gallon sack. We, we can probably like AFC and describe what this looks chicken. like for the audio only listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Let me up. Hey. Hey, let me Here, let's let's just showing. start a descriptive audio. I'll just like say every dumb thing I do as I'm doing it, and then Sean took a sip <laughs> out of the sack, and then gonna... Sean took a drink out of the goblet, and then yeah, Sean yeah. took a sip out of the stein. Since there's no audio uh, on your guys's end, I don't think. Maybe there is. Um, 
you could do a dramatic reading and also create the sound effects with your mouths for uh, what's going on the screen. Too. That sounds like just a to... hilarious episode for like just another podcast sometime. Just Chris and I, or 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 like Chris will play and and one of you guys or something. Somebody else comes on and we just like who's lining it anyway? Just try to fucking match all the sound Dump effects. Over. Pew pew pew. Boing boing. For um. Banjo-Kazooie fans, I was on the Gen Game cast eons ago, and uh, I I had pitched this idea, and it never came to fruition, but I still want to do it. An entire podcast where we've already done, like, the B-roll footage of just chatting with each other about nonsensical things, uh-huh. and dubbing over the entire episode as Banjo-Kazooie characters <laughs> that just make, like, ridiculous noises. And it's just awful. And no one, no one knows what it is. But it's there. It's like an hour podcast of us just like, uh, 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 like grunting at each other. <laughs> yeah, for an hour. It's, no. it's like the Star Wars special all over again. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> Uh yeah. Anyways, uh, let's get into I'll what you're playing. The Star Wars quick. special. Yeah, yeah. Any chance you get to mention the Star Wars special, right? Uh, you, you have to drink or something. That's one of okay. I figured it out. There we go. Okay, I figured bit it of out. That aspartame flavor or whatever the hell it is in Coke Zero. Any, I don't know what the fuck they. Asper- it is aspartame. I was right. Yeah. I was like, like it tastes like gum. it's got that Diet Coke kind of flavor, which, you know, so. But that's about all. So maybe it's cherry Kool-Aid. Maybe I guess it's red. I really didn't ask questions. I was just looking in the fridge for just junk to put in my cocktail. And I was like, jug of Kool-Aid. Fuck yeah. So anyways, um, real quick, I wanted to say what we were playing because uh, that's one of the segments of the podcast that I forget sometimes. And I've <laughs> been playing the Final Fantasy VII Remake DLC, which is the reason I fucking bought a PS5 because I oh, am a sellout. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Crow is a smart guy, apparently. He bought it for Ratchet or something. Or, yeah. Yeah. This but, is, no, this is the game... DLC. <laughs> this is the game that I have been looking forward to for since the ps5 got announced because this game was co-developed with the ps5 like this they used this game to showcase the five's ability to insta load um stuff mm-hmm. i'm doing something wrong insta load that sounds like a like a blast processing oh. verbiage i just thought it froze and i was like oh, that's unusual yeah. no these like <laughs> tutorials it looks like where you're like stuck until you do what the tutorial says to do yeah. Other shot. Oh. Yeah. Whoa, gravity's going crazy, huh? It's kind of neat yeah, looking. It, yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. But yeah, also, uh, Final say... Fantasy VII Integrate is... is uh, I, I beat the Yuffie story missions, and they were both uh, like really, really cool. Uh, it ends on a really awesome note, but it also ends on a way that like totally like showcases how much of a different direction because like it was kind of ambiguous when a specific character from the first game showed up at the very end of final fantasy 7 remake that they might be doing something different and that character shows up again at the end of the yuffie dlc so it's it's like if you've played the first one and you know all that canon it's weird to look at this and be like 
hold on, what the fuck is going on? But I also, like, don't know barely anybody that has a PS5 who's playing this DLC, so I can't, like, totally talk about it, you know, without spoiling people or anything. So I'm, like, in this weird place. But uh, if you like the original... Or original. If you like the base game of Final Fantasy VII Remake, then it's absolutely worth playing. And actually, what's surprisingly fun is the Fort Condor minigame, uh, which is, is kind of like Something Clash happened. Royale, but Final oh. Fantasy VII. Uh, so that hosted me. Thank you, Kat. Neat. Um, yeah. And I've also been playing a little bit more of Shantae, which is awesome Wee. because I got it on Game Boy Color yeah. because I'm a badass. And Original this Shantae. game is ah. fucking proof that Zelda 2 could have been good. Because it feels like a fucking side-scrolling Zelda game in a way that Zelda 2 never will. Uh, I love Zelda 2. Yeah. Hold on. But I, I will flaws. say Shantae came after, so it's, you know... It did. Yeah. Standing on the shoulders of giants is all I want. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I like I like Shantae, but standing on the shoulders of giants, that's all I want to say. Right. But I mean, I don't know. It feels like more akin to a core Zelda experience than Zelda 2 does. But uh, still in a side-scrolling faction. Uh, so. uh, are you playing it on the Game Boy? I am. I, yeah, I bought oh, cool. out my original Game Boy Color because Limited Run did this, like, basically a reprint of... Uh, yeah. So we'll see the Limited Ooh. Run here instead. Ah. Um, yeah, and it, it came with the little manual and all that. And it's so cool because I read through the manual and it was like, hey, can you find out these secrets that are totally alluding to the Game Boy Advance? And I was like, Yes. I still have a Game Boy Advance, and I am gonna oh. eventually. I'm gonna plug it in ah. there and, and check out the secret Game Boy Advance differences yeah. and stuff because that was something Sir, I always thought was cool with the uh, Oracle Sir. Zelda games. Sir, 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 can I have you to fuck off? Oh, you oh, you're right. in game. Health <laughs> now. He's in a big old shootout with the with a ship. The ship. Yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They don't think it'd be like it is, but it do. Yeah. That's what it do. I love this strafing jump. I figured that out by accident just now, and I love it. Nice. You are a professional gamer. <laughs> Why did I ever think of that? I've been waiting to say that for so long. <laughs> we have to drink. There was I'm, fun. I'm happy Every terrible pun. Provide. I liked it. How dare you? That was the most awesome pun that has ever been uttered on this podcast. Thank you. Probably. But also, fuck you. I've, I've uttered plenty of puns. That's true. I, I, both of us have. I, I really don't know for sure. Like, I'd have to go through the backlogs of 105 other episodes and be like, okay, where <laughs> right. are the uh, puns here? Oh, David uh, uh, reminds me in the chat that actually today is the 20th birthday of the Game Boy Advance. Yes, so, it is. Yeah. Happy birthday, Game Boy Advance. One more year until it can drink. <clears throat> yeah. Then we'll have. Then to it can be on the show. <laughs> yeah, I'll have it on the show. I'll have. You can put Game it on the, show. on the show, and, and I'll, I'll make like Game Boy Advance flavored cocktails. I, I don't know what that means. It'll probably be awful, like it usually is. <laughs> what a wonderful surprise! I love this scene. Nice. All right, uh, Crow, what have you been playing other than Ratchet and Clank right now? <laughs> I was going to say, like, can you guess what I'm playing? Uh, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Octopath on stream. Um, it's It's been very fun. We've been making some progress. I have three characters now. Um, nice. So, slow but sure, we're making progress. This looks like it's bad. Um, 
Neat. Sorry, fixated on. Sorry, go ahead. Get, there's a lot happening here too. Yeah. Some, <laughs> does some does it make some me a bad shit. person that I sometimes will confuse Octopath with Octodad? That would be uh, a little bit very neat. different games. Although I would like Octodad as a character and Octopath Traveler, I feel like he would add some uh, tactile sensation to the combat. I'm sure I'll find some way to work that joke in there somewhere. All right. Uh, well, I feel like we all have to drink real quick because uh, Dave Nystrom in the chat is one-upping all of our puns. He says, what did 50 Cent do when he got hungry? 58. Ah! That was so bad that apparently well, Kevin drink. just left. He just walked I'll, off the I'll screen. To that. Oh, I'm going now. Whoops. I got distracted. Chris, by what the, you been playing not... today or this week? Uh, this week, I've still been up on my Dota 2 obsession, okay. uh, but I've also played okay, quite a oh, bit of okay, World bye. of Horror, which I think I talked about World of last year. World uh, of Horror. Uh, and I it's kind it. of like... I, I uh, broke it! I broke it! Girl broke the game oh again. yeah, the game is a little... The game's a little unpolished, a little unfinished, I might say. You download that day one patch there? Uh, bye, game. What's <laughs> happening here? This is great. I've uh, broken the game twice in two in thirty minutes. It, they, they, everything needs a day one patch these days because everything oh, is sold broken. It's my incredibly this is the moral of the story. So, yeah, so new uh, new game. Every time Crow discovers a new glitch, we have to drink. Yeah, let me, let me take a drink really quick. God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you might have to uh, pull a reset there. Uh, so, oh, well, World of Horror, uh, which I've been playing, I played a little bit last year, but I played some more this year, is kind of like, it's kind of done in the style of those old, like, one-bit or two-bit Macintosh games, where it's basically, uh, you have white, you have black art, and it's kind of done in the style of, like, almost a point-and-click adventure, except it has combat, and it has permanent death, and you're basically a Japanese... Uh, most of them are Japanese high schoolers. One of them's like a Japanese Yakuza. But you're, like, trying to face down mysteries and stop an eldritch god from being summoned. Uh, and different things happen. And it's very much inspired by, like... Uh, Junji Ito and like Stephen King stories because it's actually done by a Polish guy, I think. Uh, Polish developer. A funky combo of things, too. It, very funky combo of things, but it's it's actually pretty awesome. And, uh, whoa. And, uh, whoa. There, there's a lot of secrets, and, uh, there's a lot of secrets, and there's a lot of interesting, like, horror scenarios you can find yourself in. So I've been having some fun with that uh i it, it does seem to update at an incredibly slow pace um so there's that to watch out for uh but i think it's very much worth the play also a little bit more pathfinder kingmaker which is you know uh it's a decent decent crpg i would say matter cool Oh, yeah. doesn't matter. Kev, what you been playing this week? Anything good? Yeah, I've been playing um, 
a few things. Um, just went down to New York um, and just came back uh, this week and played. I tried to keep with the E3 theme of having three different ways to play Ocarina of Time. Um, but I've been playing Ocarina of Time uh, 1.1 with Skip. And um, we like we bounce around and play like a few games here in the house. And I like try to get the boys to play like some like old school games. I want to take a um, so you know we threw on uh, Banjo Kazooie before and played that for a little bit, and then um, we played DDR. Save that for huh. later. Um, and it was it was such a great <clears throat> idea because it like okay. tuckers the kids out. It's a good workout. It's really fun, and I love DDR. Like I, I was quite okay. the uh, dance dance revolution master. And, Back in um, action. It was really nice. Like it was a really good workout, and it was a lot of fun. Nice. So I think we're gonna try to make that like a ritual and play that at least like <laughs> I, I want to play it at least <laughs> twice a week. But we'll see what the uh, if the kids get bored of it. Mm -hmm. I oh. hope they don't. That's kind of neat. Yeah, uh, I was actually oddly looking through my Xbox 360 discs earlier today, and I noticed I had DDR3 or something, and I was like, huh, that I I haven't thought of DDR. Like, just in general, in, like, years. I have no idea where my dance pad is. It's still probably back at my parents' house, I bet. But I was actually looking for another rhythm game because I actually played a little bit of Rock Band earlier today. Uh, oh, sweet. So oh, look at that one. Yeah, this is actually my Guitar Hero 5 guitar, which has the cool, like, touchpad thingy. But Rock Band doesn't use it, but it's like, yeah, whatever. It's it's This was, like, my go-to guitar back in the day when I was all shredding. Oh, yeah, Kev's got the... Yeah, uh, this is a wireless guy for the 360. Yeah, yeah. Those are the best um, ones. I just, yeah. like, grabbed a ton of games from my, um, from my parents' place. Mm -hmm. Like, I have in a drawer, oh, or not a drawer, I have, like, oh, this yes. giant oh. tote. Um, filled to the to the brim with um, just like tons of like I'm just gonna pop it open and just grab like whatever pops out at me right now. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but my uh... there we go. Like I have the I have the boxes for a lot of 64 games. <laughs> so like some of them are beat up, but like this this is pretty. It's worn, you know, it's shelf-worn, but, oh, yeah, and, you know, like, Paper Mario is pretty beat up, but... Right. But that I have, like, Ocarina of Time right, box, so. and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. box, but uh, I was actually playing... This is the first time I've actually played this uh, ACDC uh, rock band uh, oh, that's pack. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's like, 16 right. songs or something that's all by ACDC, and uh, my parents gave yeah. me this, uh, like years ago but it was like just ah. after i was kind of really in a rock band phase like rock right. band guitar hero phase so i i have never actually pulled it out until earlier today because my kids found the guitar hero guitar in the in the closet and they were like hey dad can we play this game and i was like hold on i need to yeah. set up my fucking 360 we are doing this shit and, yes. and i played through a bunch of the songs on expert and some of them i like could get through on expert pretty well but my hand grabbed so fucking bad i was like i haven't played that much guitar hero in years and it's like my hand would cramp so much that i was like i can see what buttons i need to press my like my instincts are still there but my hand cannot keep yeah. up anymore the body yeah. just cannot keep up. Not, I've, you know, I felt that way with DDR today. Bagpipe. 
It's yeah. a little bitch. Yeah. It's a little bit yeah, different it's, there. <laughs> it's rough. I mean, maybe if I play DDR a couple times a week now, I'll I'll get back to like. Mm -hmm. yeah, I play this on. I play them on heavy, like the hardest. And I play some like killer songs too, to the point where it was like the notes didn't even like pop up on the screen, and I was like doing both. Nice. We're just moving on. All this right. On. Well, shall we get into the news and booze? After yes. a quick yes. bagpipe break, this bagpipe break brought to you by me drinking a bunch of booze. <laughs> oh, hi, Nefarious. All right. Thank Riveting. you for enjoying this bagpipe break. We now return you to your regularly scheduled drink. But I just mm, hold on. Just cause. So now we'll get into the news and booze, which mm. uh, there's a handful of funny things and interesting things that came out uh, this week. Uh, Capcom is being sued by a photographer who claims they used her photos without copyright in the Resident Evil series, among other games. I think Silent oh. Hill was mentioned. The yeah. artist became aware of this after the Comcast... Not Comcast. Capcom. Capcomcast. Speak, I got a drink. Yeah, after the Capcom had a data breach last year, there was you remember that Giga leak that leaked like most of Resident Evil 8 and all Yo. that? No! And, um... Yeah, uh, apparently, like, a lot of different things came out. This leaked files of the original photos used, like, as a base for some of the things. One of them is, in fact, even the iconic Resident Evil 4 box art. So this goes back that far, and some of these photos are used in the more recent Resident Evil games as well, apparently. But, uh, apparently, uh... Some of these photos were used to create, like, the box art, and some of them were used to, like, just as references for environments and textures in the actual games and stuff. Uh, and some of these original photos in the data breach had the exact same file name as they did on uh, the CD where they were made available by the artist originally that, like, if you buy the art book, it comes with a CD. Uh, that has the photos on it or something. Uh, and, and it had them labeled on as identical file names. Wow. So it's it's looking like a really shady thing happened mm -hmm. at Capcom. And it's it's hard to tell if it's actually shady or if it was just like a total mm -hmm. fuck up of somebody like, you know, because uh, I guess this CD was published yeah. in like 1996 or something. So at that so, point, the internet was totally different. So it could have been pirated by somebody CD else. Thing. And then... Like, you know, some guy at Capcom just Google image searched something and, and grabbed whatever is possible. So it's, but who knows? Um, With so, as many images as there are, though, it, it looks kind of shady. What do you guys make of this? So my question would be, did they actually use the photos or did they just use the photos as reference material for modeling their own assets? A little of both, because... Uh, some of them are, like, modeled assets. Like, I saw some of the side-by-side -side images. There's one that it's, like, a grandfather clock or something, and there's the original image, and the image in-game is actually textured and everything to work in whatever Resident Evil game that was. But then there's other things where, like, the Resident Evil 4 logo particularly 
has like that shattered glass kind of look on the number four. And it's very clear that they took that same image and photoshopped a number four into it to make this, you know, like at this point, iconic huh. image. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, dang, if you're going to copyright anything, not the cover of the dang game, right? I, so, if they're, it seems, and obviously I'm not a lawyer, but it seems like if they actually used the images. The copyright case seems pretty open and shut. Copcam, or Copcam, damn it, no one is pronouncing Capcom today. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, Capcom. Oh, Namco. <laughs> yeah, Namco, Namco Bandai. Damn it, Namco. Not Konami. Bamco Nandai? Uh, Capcom obviously has fucked up in oh. a way that they never thought would come back to bite them in the ass, but now. Uh, but if they're using the image, I would be pretty surprised if the artist, the original artist, couldn't get a judgment out of this for reasons unrelated to money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this seems like a payout kind of thing, right? Pay the yeah. person. Or, you know, like yeah. a settlement where they're like, we're going to pay you $500,000 to shut the hell up yeah, and, and get off our yeah. case. They're looking art, for yeah. some several million dollars in damages, Ooh, but I wouldn't be surprised if a settlement like that happens instead. Because, like, if you have this kind of case and Capcom says, we'll pay you, you know, 50 grand, you know, I'd take it. I, I don't know how much of the average photographer makes, but I, I think imagine 50, it's like a shit. I think 50 grand is a little cheap. Right. Uh, But... Right. I mean, just Resident Evil 4 alone, you know, it's been recently resold too mm -hmm. on um, other platforms. You know, like like the, how many copies did Resident Evil sell? I don't know. Resident Evil that's 4 sell? Pretty good well, amount, I especially think. Especially since Resident Evil 4 is the one that's been like ported to most things. Isn't, isn't that Resident Evil 4 or is that a different Resident Evil? Yeah, 4 has made it around. Yeah. Um, it's interesting too. Like Capcom has been. See, I said it right. Ha. Huh. Um, <laughs> they're no strangers to you know things Love. like this, especially with Resident Evil, because it's called um, Biohazard in other um, other regions. Because I think there was like a band named Resident Evil or something. Huh. Uh, they were named Biohazard, but they were named Biohazard. Yeah. So that's why it's Resident Evil in the U.S. So. Yeah. If the original artist had a royalty of one cent for every copy of Resident Evil 4 sold, uh, they would be owed $45,000. Oh, which, geez. you know, it's like that's a decent amount. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the thing I was reading was like they were looking for between 1500 and oh. 2500 per photo or something. So... That might be a lot more than that, too, obviously. I Could think. be a lot, yeah. It's just for that one image for the cover of Resident Evil 4. <clears throat> yeah. Because I, I don't know exactly how many images are on there, either, so. Yeah. Capcom's good for it. I'm sure they are. So, hopefully Capcom just does the right thing and pays them to shut the fuck up. But, you know, oh, they, it's I mean, does the expedient thing happens, thing. but I'm like, I, you know, it's hard to say when you don't really know the full story. It's like, did no. they fuck up? No. Was this intentional? I feel Somebody like... at, Capcom, at Capcom fucked up. 
Yeah. Or Uncapped. did this intentionally. Mm -hmm. To say the entire company did it with intent is to assume that companies as a whole can have intent. Right. Which, you know, <laughs> philosophically, I'm not down with. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, well we can talk philosophy forever, but instead, I think we'll get to the next piece of news and booze. Because... While the city is ripping apart. Wow. That's impressed. I, I see you, like, poofing through portals. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Just press Elden a button and bang Ring you there. got its first trailer in for fucking ever. I think it's actually literally the first trailer, too. Because, uh, like, they announced this game, and, and they didn't really say anything about it. Um, it's releasing January 21st. So, that's kind of neat. Anybody excited about Elden Ring? You guys big into the people making Elden Ring? From From software, software games? Or... Seems cool. George Martin. It's soft forms. Yeah, what a like what a funky combo again, mm -hmm. funky combo. Um, yeah. I feel like I would not the, have thought like, that would have been a thing. Yeah, I feel like all of the like hardcore Soulsborne kind of people are like, oh my god, this is like the greatest thing that has ever happened. The trailer gives me boners, and everybody else yeah. on the internet is just like, it looks like Dark Souls. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think the people who say the trailer is giving them boners uh, are On the probably right really like Dark Souls. <laughs> probably, which I'm like, I guess, yeah, if you like Dark Souls, like it looks like a pretty cool Dark Souls, but I, I just don't know really what to say about it because it looks like Dark Souls. I don't know. I'm not, like, huge into Dark Souls like I've talked about before. I, I, I actually didn't talk about it uh, on What You Playing, but I also played a little bit more Demon Souls this week, um, and All now right. I've killed three bosses like a badass. So, you know, I've kind of got my toes dipped in the water there, so to speak. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's not a bad game. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, it does what it does very well. So, you know, but I'm like, I'm just not that into it that I'm just like, oh yeah, now every FromSoft game I need to buy, right? Which seems to be like the thing that most people who really like Dark Souls are kind of on. That's just like, oh, any FromSoft game ever? I need I need to buy that and consume it again and again and again. Uh, which I, I just, I don't know. I don't get that game, that mentality for like almost any game. Uh, like the only game I play really repetitively is Ocarina of Time. I can play that game for like forever. Kevin's got three of them in the background. I, know, yeah. I got one. There, one. we Here. did the math. There's um, there's like nine separate ways that we could play Ocarina of Time in this home. Really? Um, and kind of uh, kind of oh yeah, see that now that that uh game is worth a lot right now that promo guy it is i, I also I think... had the master quest which is one of those that you got in the background as well but you know, I, I think that's at my parents house somewhere i was looking for it at one point and i couldn't find it and i'm like where the hell is it but uh yeah so you can tell what year i, I got think... my gamecube which was awesome because this is like I think sean has the, the absolute rarest version of that too which okay. one is it sorry i'm trying not to die here it's the uh, GameCube one, but not the one that they gave for pre-ordering Wind Waker. It's the oh, other one. I got the pre-order guy. Yeah, this was say? this is the one that you get for. Uh, oh, this is the Wind Waker guy. A, yeah, this one was in a bundle with the GameCube. I have that one as well. Uh, How can I tell? Well, I mean, I know. You I, so I, you I got look this. at the cover. 
Kevin, you have the uh, one you got for pre-ordering Wind Waker. Sean has the other one. Yes. Yeah. And I know because well, I have Kevin the one has, you have, uh, Kevin, Kevin and not the, the other uh, one. Two. He was uh, just yeah, I got both of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, was oh, this okay. the, was this the is yeah. this the other one then? Yeah, this one, the collector edition, is the one Chris was talking about. That. Uh, oh yeah, because that came the, in a bundle. This collector's edition game. has uh, Majora's Mask. I think Zelda One, Zelda Two, Majora's Mask, and Ocarina. Yeah. And yes. And it's the Majora's Mask is notoriously uh, it, it crashes quite a bit. There's also one. I've heard demo. that, but I've never had a problem with this version. I had huh. Majora's Mask crash on me in the middle of the 2013, at the end of the 2013 uh, Zelda Dungeon Marathon. Huh. It crashed at Stone Tower. Wow. That's right. Majora's Mask was well, also well. just a glitchier game, I feel like. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I've had with my N64 version, I would run into. That may have been because I was doing dumb shit like cartridge tilting, but. Uh, well, that'll do it. Yeah. Right <laughs> I remember there were definitely some things with Majora's Mask where I would get stuck on something. I remember seeing yeah. a lot of uh, like crooked cartridge glitches that you could do for Ocarina of Time and stuff back in the day, but I never actually like did any of them because I was like so scared I'd like totally fuck up Ocarina of Got Time it. forever and never be able to play it again. I think I you could fuck up your it. save that way. I don't think you'd fuck up... Uh the whole game yeah i don't know but i was like i was always like nope I'm, I'm too i'm too chicken shit i'm not doing it i'm not doing it so uh next piece of news and booze death stranding is getting a director's cut which is interesting i loved death stranding whoa i'm not shit. really sure what i would do with a director's cut like i i'm wondering what really the difference is i'm like i would play death stranding again but i'm not sure I would buy a new version of it to play again. I'd buy like a so, sequel or something. I want to interject really quick because we're mm -hmm. flipping through dimensions, you know, one at a time here. These are, they're loading entire worlds here in, you know, a matter of frames. It is a really cool sequence. Like, yeah. this is showing just how powerful <laughs> the PS5 is because it's like not even flinching. Those are not explosive. So, why are they red? Okay. What the hell? Oh, they are explosive. Surprise. They were. I just wasn't hitting them hard enough. Is that what she said? Sure. All right. Why not? So, anybody else really big into Death Stranding or just me? And I'm the one that doesn't I, care much about it. I've never played game. it. Yeah, I own it, but I haven't played it yet. Mm. I would recommend I've it. I've heard that it's, really it's like... an experience. It is. Uh, that's if, the best. If you like open world exploration, and that's about it. Uh, the combat is okay, but the combat is weirdly introduced. Uh, so it's 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 kind of one of those things that you kind of have to experience to really understand. Uh, but if you really like open world traversal, oh. there is there are very few games better than Death Stranding for that specific element. Plus, Norman Reedus. I have like ass. a weird mix of games. Oh. Okay. Can't beat that. I would say sold, but no, I don't know. <laughs> a motherfucking chicken nugget has sold for $99,997 at auction because it's shaped like an Among Us guy. 
That is probably a sentence that has never been spoken in the history of humanity before, unless you did a pre-read of this transcript to yourself before. I don't think I read it out loud, but I did type it literally exactly like that, so I probably, like, mentally read it as I was typing it. I, I think I think that's the first time that's been said in human history. Probably. That particular sentence. This This is a first right here in human history on Drink to the Past. <laughs> And you all are a part of it. So thank you Wait, for drinking along with us. I, I, I said a sentence that has never been before uttered in human history, and you missed it, Crow. Oh, yeah. Now you're going you're, you're gonna to have to get the rerun. A motherfucking chicken nugget sells for oh. $99,997 at auction because it's shaped like an Among Us guy. I'll drink to that. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck spends a hundred grand on a goddamn chicken nugget? Uh, rich people. Yeah. No sense. Like, if I was a rich guy, I would buy much stupider shit than that. But it would be yeah. like... Same. You would, you would spend it on a... Still not as stupid somehow, right? You would, I mean, you the chicken nugget's it... going to go bad. I don't know what right? the guy's it's thinking. Like, Is he gonna eat it? You, like, are they gonna, like, freeze it and then they'll, mail it in, like, one of those freezer packs? It. He's gonna fossilize it? it. He's gonna take like an aluminum cast. Is it um, like a McDonald's? Yeah, it's like McDonald's or something. I, it, I think it's. I think they'll last a long time. You know, yeah. like um, a McDonald's burger me. will last years. That's true. You mean to tell me that you would not spend a hundred thousand dollars on a beer bottle shaped chicken nugget? No, because I could buy a lot of beer with a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> You know what, that's fair. And I could buy a lot of chicken and cut it into beer bottle shapes and fry it. So then why didn't you cut a chicken nugget into an Among Us spaceman shape? That's a good question. I should, I should, like, capitalize on this. Just, like, make homemade chicken nuggets, like, shape them so that they look like weird shit and be like, Oh my god, look what I found at Wendy's, guys! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Somebody right. pay me a hundred grand. Chris, you'll do Come it, right? just my... You're stupid and influenceable uh no oh. when i spend a hundred grand on something i i i have to be you got to tickle my balls a little more than that right god i really should have saved that line for the end of the podcast anyway chicken nugget and a soft handy chicken nugget and a soft handy probably should have saved that then you're mostly the paying for the handy chicken nuggets just a bonus <laughs> it's like the free mint on a pillow <laughs> But instead, it's a free chicken nugget on the pillow. How come, like, they don't do that? Chicken sounds, nugget on the pillow. That sounds, like, way tastier. I would much prefer a chicken nugget to a mint. You know what? But they left it there first I... thing in the morning, and they didn't know when you are going to get there, so there's a little, like, grease stain in the shape of the chicken nugget because it's been sitting on the fabric for too long. See, then you could sell the <laughs> you grease You just set it on a paper towel. Thing in a certain shape. So you know you're then in a classy joint. Well, so yeah, so you put it on a paper towel and you crank up the AC, and that way it's like also like bonus. We have good AC that can like keep chicken nuggets cold enough to not go bad. Yeah, but that costs money. I can just beat up on the people here. Anyway, waiting for that like TripAdvisor review. <laughs> Is our next piece of news and booze. Uh, it is also announced that Wayne Brady will be playing King Dice. You know what? Wayne Brady is going to fucking nail King Dice. Wayne Gretzky. 
Yeah, the, uh, the internet seems to be generally okay with this. I like Wayne Brady in basically everything I've ever seen him in, which is about 97% whose line is it uh, anyway. Whose line is it anyway, yeah. yeah. And like 3% uh, like occasional man. like talk show appearances. But I will say, in terms of like King Dice being a thing, uh, who said that? Oh. In terms of King Dice's personality, Wayne Brady is kind of spot on. In terms of getting his personality. Nice. I was hoping one of you had played Cuphead, because I haven't yet, because they said that there was going to be a physical release for the Switch, and I was, like, holding out for it, and now it's been, like, so fucking long that I'm just, like, I'm probably just going to, like, you know, buy it when it goes on sale on Xbox or PlayStation or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's available. I play Cuphead. I love Cuphead. It's really Mm -hmm. great. I love I, those like shoot 'em up kind of games. I never finished it. I'm not really good oh, at the like, final boss. Kind of things, but uh, it it just looks like unique enough, especially in the art style and and just like watching some of the animations and stuff as they work in gameplay is just absolutely fantastic. And I'm just like, I need to get into it's this cool. game. But I was like holding out for a physical version, and now I'm like, it's been too long. I don't care. They're making a show, and I feel like I'll be left out if I don't play the game first. So yeah. But you could go digital and and enjoy it. It's a fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very hard, but it, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll have to check that one out. Um, the animation style, I don't know if anybody uh, else watched the... They only showed, like, a brief clip, but it's like uh, King Dice is hosting, like, some kind of a, a little, like, show with a live audience or something, and he picks some guy Ooh. out of the live audience... And it's an interesting kind of combo of, like, that older, like, aesthetic that Cuphead the game is going for. But it also feels a little bit like a modern animated show in a way. Uh, Which is, so I, and I'm like, I'm, I'm a little worried. I yeah, because I, I feel like the animation style is really one of the things that really makes Cuphead what it is. So I was like... Like, it still looks really good. It looks really well done, but it doesn't look exactly like, you know, the way that I imagined it when they said a Cuphead show was coming. So I'm like, I wonder how, like, big fans of Cuphead would would take that. Yeah, just like the cost and time it took for the the dev folks to make um, Cuphead was, like, enormous amount of effort. True, but wasn't that, like, four Um, guys or something? And Netflix is Netflix? It was just two. Was it? Yeah. See, that's even helps prove my point. It's like Netflix has the money. They could like, they could, they could hire more than two animators, I think. That's true. So I, I don't know. Um, but it, it looks really quality, but it, it doesn't look exactly like I imagined it. So I'm oh. like, but again, I'm like not big into Cuphead cause I never played it. So I'll get back to it, you eventually after playing the game and watching the Netflix series. It's All fun. Right. Looks kind of neat. Very fun game. All right. And the last piece of news and booze is also coming from Netflix because they re, uh, bleh. excuse me while try that I again? choke on my words. Castlevania. Castlevania is coming back, oh. sort of, uh, because as we know, the current Castlevania is over, uh, but they have confirmed they are working on a new series starring Richter Belmont set in the French Revolution. Oh, yeah, and Richter uh, is actually a character from the games, as opposed to... I don't think Trevor was in any of the Castlevanias, was he? he was yeah, in... Trevor Beaumont's in Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse. 
And if you play the very lovely Castlevania Judgment fighting game on the yes. Wii, you could also play as Trevor Belmont. Thank I you. love that game, that and it's so it's such cheese. I, I guess I, I don't know my Castlevania, so I have to drink. I don't really know oh, much yes. of my uh, Castlevania either. Like, I've played a handful of them. I couldn't tell this, you which one. Look at this buff guy right here. Somewhere between... There you go. There he is. Yeah. I've played will... some on the NES and Super Nintendo, and I couldn't tell you which ones they were. I think one of them at least was Simon's Quest, which is Castlevania 4, I think? 2. Two. So Simon's Quest I is need two. to school all of you Super so hard. Super Castlevania <laughs> 4 also has Simon Belmont, except uh, Super Castlevania 4 is actually just awesome. Yes, it is. Okay. Pretty Maybe great. Maybe that was the one, because I thought it was on Super Nintendo, so I think that is the one I was thinking of. I, if I show you art of it, will that help? Probably. Uh, yeah, I, I know I've played that one on my Super Nintendo Classic briefly. Um, and I've played a handful of other ones, and... I get the same problem that I get with Metroid, where it's like, I like the gameplay, I like what's going on, and then eventually I'm just, like, lost in the level design too much that I'm just, like, I put it down for a while, and then I forget to come back to it. Yeah. Anyway, so um, uh, your friend here. And I'm done being attacked. Uh, um, there is a program that totally doesn't absolutely let us play games from like emulators like dolphin and such together so i say one of these days for we can do it just for a regular stream it doesn't have to be for this podcast uh four of us use it to play castlevania judgment i'd be down where kevin and i will promptly wreck the shit out of the two of you because <laughs> we've played the game and you have not or we could force you Castlevania to. Judgment or we could try and find a Gauntlet Dark Legacy emulator and play play that. Ooh. I don't know if that's an actual thing, but I really want it to be a thing. That would be fun. I think I have. Is that that's the Xbox 360 one, isn't it? Uh, it was a GameCube game. It was like yeah, it was GameCube, Xbox, and uh, PlayStation which, which, Two. Which game was it? Castlevania Dark Legacy, or not Castlevania, Gauntlet Dark, Dark Legacy. There should be a there should be a Castlevania Dark Legacy. I don't, I don't remember. Um, I just want to really quick, Castlevania mm -hmm. One, the first game, yeah. Castlevania Two, a sequel, Castlevania Three, Dracula's Curse, a prequel to the first game, Castlevania Super Castlevania Four, a remake of the first. Hmm. They go in many directions. And then after that, it's just open season of what you want for what a game does. It's like Dracula X as Richter, Bloodlines as John Morris, and uh, Eric Portrait of Ruin. Portrait of Ruin, yeah, and that's like a whole other world of things. Um, but if... In my... So, in, in the realm of the Castlevania show, it's essentially Castlevania 3, but like very like you know, Castlevania 3 doesn't have much of a story going on it's NES game right it's pretty light um, but you can play as Trevor Belmont uh, Grant uh, Grant Dynasty uh, and then Sypha. it also has Alucard who I guess is Symphony of the Night well you can play as Alucard in uh, Dracula or Dracula 3 Castlevania 3 really he was in that yeah cool so there's four playable characters are... But you only can have two at a time. You have Trevor and whatever friend you 
beat up and then bring along with you. Pretty great. It's a good game. It's tough as sin. It's very hard. Veritanium? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Well, shall we get into our E3 discussion finally? Yes. All right. Do it. Well, let's do that. And yeah, oh, let's, let's just fucking get into it. Uh, I'm going to drink the rest of this booze here. You can drink along at home if you're drinking along at home. And then I will get back to my beer because beer sounds like something I should have with my E3 discussion. So, we're going to have an interesting time here. Uh, The uh, basic rules here are we all came up with some predictions. Now, we got kind of five safe predictions each. And we're going to do kind of a betting special. So, like we did a few years ago, uh, if you remember, Crow is on here. And another uh, guest. Uh, We got five safe predictions that we think are are probably going to happen. And one kind of crazy go nuts, like pie in the sky, probably not going to happen. But if we, if it does happen, you get more points. So the five safe predictions are worth one point each, and the pie in the sky crazy go nuts prediction is worth five points if you get it. So whoever has the most points after we come back sometime after E3, I'll announce the winner next week or whenever we have it. We won't have a podcast next week, by the way. Uh, but anyways, whenever we have the next podcast, I will announce which one of us has won. And that person is going to come up with some sort of a hilarious punishment for the other three. And we are going to stream the results. Uh, yes. So are we going to say what our punishments are now or should we save that no. till the end no. or, or save sh- that. should we save, save it. it as a complete surprise just for whoever wins? Yeah. It's a complete surprise. All right. So you have like, something to look forward to and it's the devious minds of uh, Crow, Kevin, Chris, or I are going to do something fun with that. So, um, does anybody ah. specifically want to go first? I also have a little document here, so I will be uh, recording all of our uh, various predictions for posterity, as well as for making sure nobody cheats. <clears throat> Except for me, because I control the document, so I could cheat if I wanted to. But <laughs> then you could go back and be like, listen to the podcast and like listen to it and be like, you cheated, you fuckhead. And I'd be like, yeah, I did. I have to drink. Yeah, but why would you do that? Because then I get to drink, duh! You know what? That's fair. (laughs) You say as you drink. I do. I like like how you treat drinking as if it is this punishment on the show, but also it's the whole crux of the show. It's it's either one. You you know, it's like if you need to punish yourself, you take a drink, and if you need to celebrate something, you can take a celebratory drink. So it's it it fills either role that you need it to. I am giving an extreme sense of deja vu out of this conversation. I think we've had this exact conversation before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that if you go back like 52 episodes or so, uh, we've had this conversation before. I I use the term celebratory drink a lot, so it could just be that. I don't know. Maybe. But I think I've called you out on that very specific thing. Maybe. In the past. I don't remember it, It, but I drink a lot on this show, so... (laughs) yeah. It does sound familiar now that Chris mentions it. Ah, yummy. Ah. Now um, that I'm sitting on this beer a little more, it's a fairly hot forward, just just kind of plain fruity flavor. It's a bit of a one-note beer. It's not awful, but it's like generic IPA kind of thing. So that's the Fast Pack IPA. Um, but 
it's also a light, easy drinking beer. It's only 4%. I could have like six of these and I probably wouldn't even care. Um, so, you know, it'd probably be good for that. Um, so I'm going to rate that a 10 on a scale of 3 to 17. It's perfectly average. It's exactly what an IPA does and no more and no less. Uh, so you guys go ahead. Uh, we forgot to rate our beers, so I think we have to drink again. Or at least I'm going to drink again because it's my podcast. I'll drink if I want. Say, you can leave you're your the host because they don't drink. And if they don't drink, then they're no friends of mine. I want it. I want a full parody of that song based on alcohol on my desk by next Friday. Hold on. Let me play it on the bagpipes for you real quick. There you go. Riveting. Yeah. We got three clips of that. There you go. I I, I tried. You can catch these, that on the YouTube version or the audio versions later. One of these days, you need to get either find a way to do do that one, or just get a new one that will hook up like via USB, mm -hmm. so that way we can get it. This one has a USB port and it has some sort of computer connectivity. Uh, but I've only ever used it to like download the software to the actual electric bagpipe. I've never played around with it for because i think there are programs that you can actually like play into the computer and it'll like track the you can like record that way and things so i i will look cool. into that because that would be cool you gotta do it man <clears throat> yeah and anyways let's go into our first prediction who wants to go first everybody fight to the death real quick to see who gets to go first the last so are in other states are we doing um one at a time roundtable style, or are we doing, you know, one person at a time, list off all five? I was thinking uh, to kind of get the, keep the conversation going a little bit more, uh, we'd do like one at a time each. Like, this is how we did it a couple of years ago, and I think that's good enough, because I don't like change. Okay. I'm curious. That's fair. Change, change is fine. bad. I'm, I'm not Give me the bills. <laughs> not the Buffalo Bills. Well, maybe the Buffalo Bills. Hey, the I Bills are doing Bill one time. All right. I knew he was a nice. Buffalo Bill because he told me so because somebody commented on his Super Bowl ring because he used to come into the McDonald's I worked at like every week he would come in and he would get like six hot fudge sundaes. And I he don't know if it was adult. for just him or or who. Like, or if he, a couple of family, other Buffaloes. Yeah, it's, I don't know. His family, I don't know. But apparently he retired and moved to Colorado and uh, yeah, just was casually in the drive-thru and being a Buffalo Bill that nobody had ever heard of because people in Denver don't follow the bills we follow but the sure. broncos people in new york don't follow the bills i was waiting for the punchline where you know i met a buffalo bill no but you the, met that was the story buffalo i, I met, player. I'm yeah, like, I oh, met yeah, a literal bill. buffalo bill yeah. <laughs> i met a buffalo named bill i don't remember his name he was an okay guy he liked but his sundays he liked his sunday yeah but the bills have never won a super bowl uh, yeah, they, they, uh, cause I looked they this up because, 
Oh, they, they went, no, they've never won, but I think they were at like four guy. consecutive yeah. or something, and they lost yeah, they all went, of them. So they went when they went to four in a row and lost all four. Each one, I think, by a single score or something. Like it was, yeah, it was Which upsetting. Is funny because I think that's like like I was looking this up at the time because we were like, hey, the Bills were in the Super Bowl. Because I think that was before I gave a shit about football. I was mm-hmm. like you know, whatever, I'll look it up. And I looked it up and yeah, it's like, they have like the world record for the most consecutive Super Bowl appearances. And also I think they have the, they have like the first or second place record for the most Super Bowl losses as well. I think the Broncos have more Super Bowl losses than them or something. We do. We've lost five times and I think all of them except for one have been blowouts. Like, mm-hmm. all of our losses are losses like we should not have been there, and all of our wins have been closer than I would have liked. We're a so. gaming podcast full of goddamn nerds. Why are we talking about football? I mean, football is a game, technically. Technically, I suppose. Football is a sport. <laughs> sport ball. As opposed anyway. to sports puck. It's very distinct. Very different. Curling. That's sports. Never thought I would get a chance to say football is a sport on this podcast. <laughs> making history go, all the time. <laughs> We're making a lot of history tonight. I will drink to history. Thank you. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to go with an announcement or a prediction because nobody else has said anything <laughs> because we keep waffling and talking about football. I am predicting that in Nintendo's... E3 Direct, they are going to announce a new Donkey Kong game. Because it's been a while since they had a Donkey Kong game. And I'm like, you know, what the hell are they doing with that? I think it's it's about time. Um, I think a Donkey Kong game could, could be coming along here. Uh, you know, Hold the last beach. Donkey Kong release was even just a port of Tropical Freeze. So mm-hmm. since Tropical Freeze came out, it's been like five years, I think. Was 2016 or 20... Maybe more than that. Maybe it was... The original when, release, when, you mean? Yeah, on the on Wii U. Like, I think on Wii U, yeah. That was like 2012, uh, my dude. Was it 2012? I have it in the other room. I could ago? grab it. Maybe it was a little bit later. Maybe it was 14. But it was it was a while Wii U ago. Is, the Wii U is old now. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's like it doesn't feel like my Switch. I don't have my Switch because it's over in the. Switch is four gone. years old. Yeah, the Switch is four yeah. fucking years old. I'm like, yeah. How did that happen? It's an old still, beast. It's still on track to sell over two million un- or two hundred. Two hundred million units. Mm-hmm. I had to think about that. It's yeah. on track to sell over two hundred million units in its lifetime. Yeah, which is insane. But yeah, bold of you to assume that Nintendo still cares about Donkey Kong. I don't know. I'm going I think to it's... call your bluff, sir. I don't know. I think Donkey Kong is one of those game series that, like, if you look at the sales data, like Donkey Kong sells like fucking pancakes, right? It's like. People talk about their big three often with Metroid, but if you look at the sales, Donkey Kong always, like, dwarfs Metroid. Yeah, that's fair. Metroid being one of the big three uh, Nintendo games? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people well, like, tell, like, talk about... Maybe know, on the GameCube. Metroid, uh, Zelda, and, like, uh, and Mario, Mario as kind of the big three is is a lot what I hear. But it, it, it depends on who you ask, because some people will obviously say that, you know, uh, I think Pokemon really deserves a spot yeah. in there. Because Pokemon, you know, dwarfs the sales yeah, of all of these huge. places, except for Mario, basically. 
If yeah. you look well, at sales, it's pretty much like Mario, Pokemon, game, and Donkey Kong. Game-wise, Mario outsells uh, Pokemon, but in terms of just like the overall franchise, Pokemon is the highest-grossing franchise ever. Mm -hmm. so. Yes. Um, I was going to say Fire Emblem is like... You know, doing incredibly well sales too. It's you know more. Fire recent. Emblem is more recent though, yeah, because like yeah. Fire Emblem sales were like, it's like decent a, that's a big in the Nintendo NES era franchise in, now. in Japan. They've always been okay in Japan, and then when they started bringing them west, they were doing like, eh, not all that great. And so actually, yeah, and they were gonna they, cut they, it, and then Awakening was like, boom. yeah, Awakening blew yeah. up, and they, yeah. which I thought was a great thing, because like. They thought that, you know, Awakening was going to be their last game, so they'd go out on a high note, and yeah. they made one of the... Fire Emblem Awakening is one of the best fucking JRPGs of all time. I fucking love that game. Um, Tactics-wise, I think it's one of the most fun Fire Emblem games to play, and I'm, I'm really glad that it kind of gave, you know, the series a, a little bit of a refresh. Uh, but even so, it it's never really done insane numbers the series as a whole hasn't done insane numbers until fire emblem three houses which now that one's kind of blown up but I, I feel like it's a little too soon to call uh fire emblem three houses has officially passed fire emblem awakening in terms of total sales there you go yeah i'm not surprised it, is, it also passed fire emblem. Is a huge base of of consoles out there though mm -hmm. so i can so, see that being like hard to trump so fire emblem fates was the highest grossing because you know you put the two different fates games together yeah three, it sold three million the, copies the other one yeah sold three million copies to awakenings 2.31 but awakening was the highest selling singular game mm -hmm. but three houses passed it a little while ago and just recently passed fates they're now at 3.02 mm -hmm. million so yeah i, I feel like metroid isn't really that high mm-hmm yeah, I, like I, I think there's more. I mean, there's also more Kirby games, but like Kirby, I think does, but and like Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah, but that they're over, over on Metroid now. Like, can you consider like Wii Sports a a franchise or a no. series? I don't know because no. I guess technically it has two games, right? That's Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort. Yeah, that's yeah. technically three. a series. So, but, like, that's one of three. the best-selling games. But you There's also three. kind of have to take it in context because it was also There's one three. of them was a pack-in game. It was a pack-in, yeah. Because, like, three. you wouldn't say that Nintendo Land was one of the greats on Wii U. I mean, I would argue that it maybe it is because, actually, Nintendo Land was a ton of fun. But, like, I feel like most people would not take Nintendo Land as, like, one of the, like, big big Wii the U pillars game. of gaming yeah i mean you know Wii they, sports sells for 50 bucks at gamestop nintendo land sells for a buck so just to give you some i got it for also, free as a donation at my local library since i have the floor there's three Wii sports games there was a Wii sports club on wii u which was basically just a high-res Wii sports but it was still huh. the third Wii sports game but yeah they haven't done it on the interesting, switch because you could just play Wii sports on your wii u yeah yeah but now I don't you can know do where my copy of Wii Sports is. The Wii Sports it. Club utilizes the gamepad as well. So, like, okay. for the sports golf, for example, uh, the gamepad, you set it on the floor, and it serves ball. as your, like, yep, the ball and tee. That's kind of so you swing that's over cool. the gamepad. I love that it, about the Wii U. There yeah, are some, like, weird, weird things that they did. They did with the Wii U gamepad, and it's like, 
a lot of them were like strange and gimmicky, but some of them really added just another layer of depth to the game or or something. So, I especially so, loved it in Zelda games where you could just look down at your fucking map. It was awesome. Yes, yeah. So one of That's the things that was the most like criminal, like a lot of people I'll see in here uh, talk about how they love the Wii U and it was really underrated and all their favorite features. One thing that I never see talked about that is my favorite feature is that um, the Wii U, you could change, for a lot of games, you could change the screen so that the main game plays on your tablet. So what I would do a lot, when I lived with my parents, I my room was in the basement, but on the floor above it was the living room with the couch. So I would take my tablet, go upstairs, lay on the couch, and flip it so that the main screen was the tablet, and just play my game handheld mode with the tablet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was just I mean, basically it was like the, the logical stepping stone the for time, the switch. Uh, but sometimes, like, if my wife wants to watch Netflix or whatever, I'll just like, all right, I'll just put it on the tablet, you know, yeah, for some like of those the games. Wii U. Yeah. The Wii U but the switch is just way more convenient with that. You need to poop. Yeah, I did do that. I did do that as well because I had a bathroom. Not outhouse friendly. Over. No. Yeah. no, the range, the range was very great. short. I, I remember, like, I tried that, like, once just to see if it would work. I went into my bathroom, and I'm, I'm like, holding, and I'm, like, trying to see, like, how far out I have to hold it to still like, get reception. Yeah. And, like, I would have to, like, like lean sit forward and, and lean reach forward, out. and it would be, like, incredibly uncomfortable. And I don't know, yeah. like, if I could actually, like, poop very well that way. No. You would you would poop and then you would sit there and play for a little bit and then like okay like, poop okay hold on hold on wait for wait, another one to brew. <laughs> now, all right, come on. <laughs> Good stuff, Kevin. Give us a prediction. I want this might be like a a, a deeper take, but I want a Knights of the Old Republic remake. That would be great. I actually. want that coming out. Is that in one What's of your that? safe predictions, or that's one of my safe ones? Mm-hmm. I I feel like that 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 might just show up. Maybe there's been rumblings I've been hearing about a new Star Wars game. I think and... EA is like not the sole um, license folks no. anymore. Is, is am I right in? Yeah, uh, that got yeah. revoked last year. Their um, exclusivity so... deal basically has expired, so now other people can make Star Wars games, which is why they we covered this a little while ago on the podcast that um, they've even like more or less brought back Lucas Arts. It's yeah. like it's called. Lucas it was just Film like a publishing kind something. of front. Yeah, they're they're yeah. it's going to be mostly doing the publishing on on those games now instead of. EA, and they can also outsource it to other games. I think EA still has some Star Wars games in the works. Uh, so Yes, they do. Yeah. And, like, support for, like, Battlefront 2 and, yeah. and such. So, um, it's, I don't but think Microsoft EA owns... All the time, but... Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it might be... I think it might be kind of safe. EA mm-hmm. owns Obsidian, so, I mean... Throw yeah. it at those guys. We could see. Or oh, not EA. Uh, My- Microsoft. Microsoft owns Obsidian. I was just thinking, um, actually, not too long ago, I was talking to somebody about it, and because uh, we were talking about Knights of the Old Republic, and I was like, I would love to play that game again, but last time I tried was so when awesome. they did the port to uh, mobile, and on a it's, phone touch screen, okay. the interfaces. I just really hated the interface on mobile. Uh, yeah. It's not a. If game you're that playing on a larger. 
screen device, it's it's tolerable. But I like played it on like a Sam. I had a Samsung Galaxy, mm-hmm. and I had a Bluetooth controller, and it was just fine. With a controller, it might have been okay. Because uh, yeah, my problem was really the otherwise. interface, which I now actually I, I carry a controller regularly all the time to play Game Pass games and stuff on. So I maybe maybe that would be worth revisiting. But like, I would rather just have like you know a new version. Like, put that shit on Switch. I'll yeah. buy the fuck out of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's funny too because they've done that with um, <laughs> Jedi Outcast Two. Mm-hmm. And Jedi Academy, and they made their way over to the Switch. I've not played those versions. Yeah, but I played those you know, versions. Just or makes I sense. I played the originals of those on, I think, original Xbox, maybe 360. I don't remember. I have them on PC, and mm-hmm. I and I have Jedi Outcast came out on the GameCube. It was very strange that it did. Huh. Um, Great Quake, my favorite Quake games, <laughs> are those. They were actually really good, like multiplayer shooters. Yeah, they are. Um, and I just love, like, throwing bots on and just, like, running around and, mm-hmm. like, give everyone, like, superpowers and just, like, right. be a be a combat Jedi. There's not enough, like, co-op shooters with bots anymore. Like, I yeah, actually can't... Yeah, the, the bots is still around. Smart in this, but... What was that? TF2 is still around. You still have March of the Machine, or Machine <laughs> versus Man. Mode. You know, when I, I upgraded my PC last, I downloaded Team Fortress 2, and then I, it just kind of sat there taking up space, and I never actually got around to playing it again. And I was like, okay, hold on, I'm going to delete this for some other game that I'm going to play. And then, you know, because Game Pass came around, and I started playing games for five minutes and deleting them, because I'm just like, yeah, it's not clicking with me, okay. Which is, is, it's a little bit of a gift and a curse with Game Pass, because it's like, if it's not great, then I'm like, is it really worth my time? And sometimes I'm just like, you know, I feel like I put in too much time in a game that I don't like that much, that I probably wouldn't have even tried if it wasn't on Game Pass. But that's kind of good, because I got to try it, and I probably wouldn't have if it wasn't on Game Pass, you know, so it's like... It's, it's, it's like you get like sword. a tasting of of yeah. games. And sometimes is worth your time. Yeah. Cuz I love that. I'm just playing it like a, like a month ago. I just booted the game. I always have like a save going and I just right. boot it back up and I'm like, "All right, cool. I'm on Narshida." And I just like I was you know, thinking of that when I was uh, looking through my games cuz I was thinking of like if I could find my old Morrowind disc. I'm sure I have like my old save from Morrowind oh, wow. on my Xbox. And I was like, dude, that would be so awesome to just, like, do a stream of me, like, loading up my old save for the first time in 10 years or something. I have no idea when the last time I played Morrowind on Xbox was, but it was a long time ago, and I I would love to see that. But I couldn't find the Morrowind disc, so I'm like, I don't I don't know where it is. I gotta, I gotta track that down or, or track down another disc, because Morrowind's one of my favorite games anyways. I would love to get back to that. To put the timing into perspective, it has now been longer from Skyrim's release to now than it has been from Morrowind's release to Skyrim. Yeah. Yikes. Let that sink in. So my safe bet is not Elder Scrolls 6 release date. (laughs) (laughs) That was something (laughs) I thought of. I was like, you know, because I... 
so first far I, out. when I was first making my predictions, I was like thinking of like Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. And I was like, hold on, I gotta break this up, put in an Xbox thing or a PlayStation thing. It's something else. I it's got not... a mix. Yeah, so I, I tried to make a mix uh like that, but I was just like Elder Scrolls Six was one of the things that I thought about and I was like Probably not. be there, Maybe. but it's going to be like it's going to be like a cinematic that. trailer and it's not going to actually tell you 2024, right. you know? <laughs> yeah. The final I mean, a decade near it, you. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crow, what's your first prediction? Um, I think that this is like teetering on the edge of safe or not. I oh. think we're going to get not just some information, but a full blown, like, proper reveal of the Breath of the Wild sequel, and at the very least, a release window, if not a release date, uh, that window being Spring 2022. I'm going to even... Mm, I'm gonna pocket that. Okay, Hold you're on. not gonna be ballsy enough to actually give a specific date? A couple of I'll years give a, I'll ago, give a date. Crow actually uh, called the date for the Pokemon, Pokemon. release. Like, to yeah, the date. I, I, called the, I called the date of the remix too, but I didn't go public with it because I wanted to like, you know, dig up all of my evidence and have, like I did last year, just throw out all my facts like, this is the date, this is why, read it and weep fuckers. But then Nintendo got the jump on me this year, they're like, haha, not today, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm, my, my risky prediction is going to be the Breath of the Wild date, because I'm a saucy bitch. Wow. You know, I, I don't have a bastard for saying just Breath of the Wild 2. This is what I wrote down for one of my safe ones. Breath of the Wild 2, like, come on. <laughs> come That's on. what I wrote. Am I a well, cheap bastard for saying that? Better find another one. I don't think so. I Because I thought about, like... I, I thought about Breath of the Wild 2. I didn't, I didn't predict it because I got a couple other ones in there because I knew somebody would say something about it. And, uh, yeah, I feel like... I feel like it's a good bet, though. I think... We'll definitely see something. I, uh, I would not be surprised at a release window, and I would not be surprised at a spring twenty two release. Window. We have gotten we've gotten I'm, fuck all for the Zelda thirty fifth yeah. anniversary, so they better give us I got, something. Like, my fingers crossed for a holiday twenty twenty one. I'm not holding and out much hope, but I got a tiny I shred of hope. I I, I don't know about that. I'm currently things. sitting right now because. I imagine there's going to be a collector's edition. I doubt it because they said it's going to be exclusively focused on software, but I'm holding out hope that maybe there's a Zelda edition console, but I'm sitting on about $1,500 for E3 just in case they just bombard me with stuff like, oh, fucking right. goddamn, here we go. Breath of the Wild so, 2 Switch Pro or some I'm, shit. <laughs> I've been March, saving up. March could happen. I've been saving up for this. Yeah, that's that's my thought is uh, March. I mean, we have... Window. Skyward Sword HD is coming out in like a month. I think yeah. almost exactly a month from, yes. from the date of this recording. Mm -hmm. Yes. It is um, a month. So I mean, guys. you know, it's another it really team less, that's working it's, on it's that. It's this but... month sometime, well, isn't it? It's June. It's uh, July, no, July 12th, I think. No, July 16th. Is it July? I should have known, Ric Flair. <laughs> I thought it was July July 16th. I thought it was nope, coming up. July. Nah, it's, it's July. Trust me. Trust me. I worked so, I mean, six, game six games out for another Zelda game, I guess that, that's possible. I so That's why I'm thinking I, March could be... March seems almost, like, too soon now. I um I covered this in 
a uh, I guess it's longer. This is a long. This is a callback to like a couple of years ago when I did more regular writing for two guys playing Zelda. Um, I did a prediction thing on what a uh, game would come out when Link's or er, Link's Awakening remake came out. I was close. I said Link's Link to the Past. I was very close. Um, but I nailed down. Uh, Nintendo's, like, release habits for Zelda games. Mm -hmm. And this year, because they are doing the remaster of Skyward Sword, they're not gonna do anything else. Especially not this late in the year. So yeah. next year, it stands to reason, because it lines up five years from the last mainline game, there's gonna be a new mainline game. Mm -hmm. And then if they're feeling really saucy, they'll have some other thing at the end of the year. But, I mean, Cadence of Hyrule was kind of a one-off. Or no, that was... 22. Point, point being, yeah. Breath of the Wild 2 next year. Yeah, I think it's the reason I think it has a vague, slight, tiny sliver of a chance to come out this year is because last year was a weird fuck-up year. So, I yeah, think Skyward Sword might have come out last year and then Breath of the Wild 2, I think I think would have come out as their holiday game this year if there wasn't... I, I would no. be, like, really confident in it being a holiday game <laughs> if there was not a pandemic and Skyward Sword released last year. I don't yeah. think so. Because Don't we have Pokemon this year, too? That was my other point. So, I, mean, that's, that's I just want to say, for like the past five to ten minutes here, I feel like my prediction's been trampled on. You're welcome. <laughs> Yay. Uh, but I was going to say Nintendo's going to completely dick us over and not do anything Zelda-related at E3 this year. All I can right. also see that. No Zelda. Nintendo that's has possible. been... like. The way Nintendo has been treating Zelda for the 30th anniversary, you would go up and be like, excuse me, Mr. Nintendo, can we have something for Zelda? And they'd be like, I'm sorry, Zelda who? Oh, you mean Diet Princess Peach. No, 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 shut up, Mario. Yeah. <laughs> that's been, that's been our Mario year. Mario Kart. That's Which been our year. One, right? Yeah, yeah, they too. They're like, just shut up and go play I Mario Kart 8. Peach. I want more Mario Kart. I didn't put that down, but that's a good that, one. That I can be your Mario Kart, but I don't expect one yet. I want yeah, a I, fucking I double like dash. Give me another double dash, damn it, you cowards! <laughs> Give me a double dash and another Shadow Pokemon game. And Triple I'll stop dash. I Nintendo, I'll, I'll I'll bargain. I'll give you a deal. You make another double dash and you make another Shadow Pokemon game. I will stop bitching at you for at least three years. That is one year for oh, each like game, game plus Pokemon. a bonus. It's a buy two get one free. On me yeah. shutting up. I don't think you'll ever see another game like. No, uh, I won't. I'll never get another Shadow XD Pokemon. Or, yeah, it's, uh -huh. it's. I got Shadow Pokemon for Pokemon Go, which is cool and all, except they're completely useless. So it's they not are. cool. It's, it's they like can learn return. Because like you could power them up to anything, and and they'd still have shit CP. But the worst part is, so the whole thing about Shadow Pokemon, it was supposed to be like a give and take of they can't level up and they don't, they don't like you, but their Shadow Powers made them stupid strong for a while. So <laughs> you could afford, sucks. yeah, you could afford to use it. But yeah, Shadow Pokemon and Go are garbage. They're, I have never once gotten more than a two-star Shadow Pokemon, and that was once. Every single Shadow Pokemon I've gotten except for one has been one star or mostly zero stars. They have all been ass. So Pokemon Go, fuck you. I got a two you gave me a shiny Garchomp, so good for you. But also, fuck you. 
I'm done now. Someone, Chris, go. <laughs> Chris hey, is I, I get... no Zelda, so Chris, you can go again because <laughs> Kevin's already accidentally gone twice. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I. Yeah. A lot of this is it's gonna okay, happen. It works out. Uh, I I feel like this is a pretty safe one. Uh, someone official is gonna comment on the uh, surprising lack of bees at Fuck E3. You. Get that out of my face! <laughs> How dare you! I'm sorry. What? Sorry, Kevin was being a jerk. <laughs> it's it's okay if you didn't hear it. It's it's fine. <laughs> okay, it's not gonna happen anyway. It might. I I don't know. No, it this might. Like I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm being a Nintendo for, got me riled for up. Poking the bear, Chris. I apologize. Poking the crow. Nintendo got me Bro wild. heard what I said. He, he <laughs> No, Nintendo ruffled my feathers and I, I genuinely didn't hear it. What'd you say? I uh, I said uh at least one of the commentators at E three is going to comment on the uh surprising lack of bees. Surprising lack of bees? That's yeah, an, at E three. It's an interesting one. That is there's going to be a surprising lack of bees at E three and someone's gonna comment on it. That is an Oddly specific uh, one star. prediction. Dude, fuck you. Get it. Get out of my. I should just. I'm just. I should just leave this call. <laughs> Go away. But then you'll never win the predictions. There's Shit. a good chance of bees being mentioned because Minecraft has bees. Damn! Don't you? Don't you dare. I think that might be. That might be nope. a thing. Is that? Could is that, be. Are you? Is that going to be an official prediction? Have you do, wait? How many have you Who, done two me? predictions? Yeah, have you done predictions? How many predictions? Oh no, no, I'm just so, I'm just okay. throwing done like two. my. You okay. and I have done one. Chris has done two. Okay. So yeah, I will drink two bees because I like drinking because bees. Bees. Beer. Uh, oh. <laughs> Shut up and drink. I like how halfway through I'm, my puns Kevin made a better pun. I'm sorry, I'm being I'm being very aggressive all of a sudden. Please Nintendo ruffled aggressive. my feathers. Damn it, Nintendo. Okay. Who's Boy, gonna go sing? Uh let's see. I'll do my second one. Uh Mother yeah. 3 will not be announced. Sorry to crush your hopes and dreams. It's not fucking coming. Oh come I on. I mean that that is that is so safe that that's almost yeah. like being go yeah, free that's, space. That's like cheating. Just, I don't know. Somebody always predicts that it's. I mean, coming, I think so like it's I valid. Like but I have to predict. I'm, that it's I'm, I'm just mad just, that I didn't think of it. As a okay, spiteful let's 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 do this. Let's do this because that is so stupidly cheap. If it happens, you automatically lose. It doesn't matter if you get all <laughs> of the other ones right and your stupid, you know, never gonna happen one right. If that happens, you insta lose. I I will Deal? agree to this. I will drink the term. Only. We, the terms have been agreed upon, it is set in stone, the contract has been signed and yes, filed so away by the court. If Mother 3 is announced in any capacity whatsoever, I lose automatically. Even if it's you just like... Deal. Unless... Okay, I'm going to give this with the caveat. If they announce okay. it for NES Online, but it's Japan only, then... That's fair. Then I still... I don't get a That's point, fair. but I don't auto-lose. That's fair. That's fair. There will be no localization of Mother 3. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That there, There's the terms of the contract. Yeah. Okay. Because um, that sounds like the kind of thing that they would eventually do is just like, 
release it on <laughs> the fucking virtual console in Japan only just to piss off yeah. the Americans again. Yeah, I mean, and they... It wouldn't they, even end... No, 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 no. Inevitably, no, no, no. it will be in an American... Where the American version of the Direct is, like, all, like, whatever kind of games and, like, one okay announcement. And then, like, it's going to be one of those where the Japanese Direct that airs the same day is full of so much better games. <laughs> no, I got a better one. They will make it Europe exclusive because, for whatever reason, Nintendo's got some major hard-on with Europe right now. Right. I mean, they've always kind of done that for, like, especially for, like, special editions. Like, mm -hmm. all of the coolest special editions ever are in Europe. Especially Zelda. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why Europe is Zelda country, I like, guess. They may, the even, like, Hyrule Warriors, which you're like, okay, this is a spinoff. It probably won't have the coolest, like, uh, but it, it's legit got one of the coolest special editions ever in Europe mm. only because it's like comes with a legit Zelda treasure box that when you open it it goes da na 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 and it comes with the fucking Link scarf and Linkle's pocket watch and it's just like what the fuck why can't we have this shit in America damn it uh, uh why would you say that okay so uh my turn on the on the topic of Minecraft and bees well not really bees but I'm sure a bee will make a an appearance I'm going to say that Minecraft, or, God, try this again. Microsoft, the other M-word, is going to, as part of their Xbox presentation, give us a new look at Minecraft 1.8, the Cliffs and Caves update part 2. Oh, yeah. Because There's a lot of just, excitement about that in this home. They just released uh, 1.17, so 1.18 is the next logical step. And, I mean, they broke it off for a reason. I'm sure yes. they've got more to share. Because they've been very silent on 1.18. Alright. Sounds like a potentialitude. I feel like I just heard something about Cliffs and Caves somewhere. Uh, and the, I... So Cliffs and Caves Part 1 came out yesterday, okay. I think? Somewhere in there? Recently? I think it, but came, they, out, they it broke... came out on June 8th. That, yes. I'm sorry, I've had a very long week. You're fine. You're fine. This is alright. I've been living, like, a day ahead for the last week and a half. So, like, I spent a good chunk of today thinking it was Saturday. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I was still aware. We were just like, wait, hold on. Did I miss the podcast uh, yeah, yesterday? Yeah, no. The podcast <laughs> How is much the did I thing... drink on the podcast? It's Saturday <laughs> already. <laughs> yeah, no, the podcast is the only thing that's been keeping me grounded. I have Saturdays um, like that regularly. <laughs> yesterday... I spent a good chunk of the day, like, preparing myself. I was getting ready to go to Kroger when I was leaving work to buy the ingredients for the Chateau Romani. And then, like, as I was getting in my car, I'm like, wait a minute. It's Thursday. I'm going home. <laughs> I do love that Crow shops at Kroger. I work at Kroger, too. Kroger. I love that Crow works at Kroger. <laughs> Kroger. I get it. This is so incredible. Your, your joke is not lost incredible. on me, and I appreciate you. Gosh, I was made to just be like terrible dad joke, man. <laughs> it's more fun that way. All right, you are so dad, right? It is. I've stopped is, caring. Uh... <laughs> Whoops. Okay, I don't have to. I accidentally wrote Crow's prediction under Chris's predictions. That would have been awkward. There you. All right, so now everybody's had uh, two predictions. Who wants to go next? Shall we go around the circle again, or? Fight to the death again, or should I just randomly go again or pick somebody? Uh, what, I have a what? D4. 
Ooh, roll the d4. I'll start us off. Yeah. I will disrespect the yeah. die roll. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Save. Disrespect this is good. No. Uh, yeah. Actually, that's save. very out of character for me. Go on, roll save. the d4. No, no, no. Save the, d save the d4 for the uh, for the super predictions. For our crazy go nuts? Yeah, 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 yeah. That will be the way that we decide it. Yeah. All right, cool. The d4. In, in true drink to the past form, the the di the tabletop always comes last. <laughs> All right. Except for the one time where the whole thing was us playing a game. Yeah, every now and, and then I do table topic first just to change it up. <laughs> well, we've will never be... done it on any of my appearances. All right. So, apparently. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. There is going stuff. to be at least one Nintendo crossover with another property with something horrible. Akin to uh, Mario with ra uh, with rabbits, really raving rabbits. It's good. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I, I'm, I not, like I'm not talking about the gameplay. I'm complaining about the rabbits. Oh, no, okay. that's, that's a that's a legitimate criticism. Fuck the rabbits. The only but also, what is the wildest is... crossover that it could be? Yeah, Nintendo and Pornhub. That's. I'm sorry. Not that bad. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking something like Wave Race 64 crosses over with Forza for some reason. <laughs> yeah, some some shit like that. It's like a triathlon, yep. except it, instead it's like you race to the dock and then you have to get on Nintendo, the, the fucking... in cooperation with EA Games, or something like that, where See, it's like you immediately get that sinking feeling in your stomach. See, that almost feels like that could be one of the you know, never gonna happen predictions because EA, for whatever reason, has this major, Mario like, Soccer Empire State FIFA. Yeah. They've, I... they've got this, like, Empire State building-sized burr up their ass for Nintendo, for whatever reason. So, that, that's why mine is, uh, why mine is kind of generic. Because mm -hmm. I feel like Nintendo crossing over with something horrible right? Uh, is a lot more likely, you know? What if it's like play what that horrible awesome. thing is? Does that count? This is a clever one. No, if it's if Nintendo crosses over with something cool like Cadence of Hyrule, <laughs> Cadence of Hyrule wouldn't count. Crypto the Necro Dancer is great. Good. Yeah. Sure. Alright. I can dig that. Cool. Alright, shall we go back up the roll in my inexplicable notes here and then go to Crow? What's your so, next prediction? What, what about, wait, hold on. I want, I'm want. i curious about a technicality just because I'm a fucking asshole and I like this kind of stuff. <laughs> what if it is something that is, you know, obviously clearly like structurally bad and terrible, but if they, if they... so bad that it's good, like a Zelda X Persona dancing crossover where it looks that, like ass so, it sounds so, like ass no, but that actually sounds pretty so, cool so specifically so the other good. side of the component has to be dig out my old xbox persona, ddr pack. unless you're like a persona <laughs> hater i wouldn't consider persona horrible even if the end result is like persona uh zelda well, yeah but no dance, like my, dance resolution dance dance my, revolution which would Sounds kind of god awful. That, my oh thought, my god, no! That sounds like a combo of like all things that we like in this in this house. Also, also been playing Persona too, on and off. Blizzard counts as horrible for this purpose. I I just like the okay fair, but if if Blizzard, I saw a mock up years ago of Link in Overwatch, like what he would look like. If they did that, that Ooh. I would override. That would be good. It looks amazing, and that would that would get me back into Overwatch. Uh, 
Anything else? That's fine. Even if you are interested in the game, it would still count under my prediction because of Blizzard's corporate practices. But that's fair. I'll it leave is, that. I've, okay. I've gone into detail about that way too many times. Somehow this your crossover discussion just got me thinking of a like a, a particular like crossover style that would actually be really awesome. And now I want to see this. Is you know how they used to have like Marvel versus Capcom? And and yeah. like they haven't had those in a while, and Capcom versus SNK and all that. I want a, you know, because the, there's been a lot of like discussion of what are they going to do with Smash Brothers next. I want to see yeah. s- fucking Smash Brothers versus Capcom, like Smash Brothers versus SNK. That'd be fucking great. I would. Love... It's just like Smash Bros could just add those characters, like yeah. you know, one or two characters. Smash in. Bros. XDC. But I yeah, would but love. We'll obviously never get the down, range though. of characters that we have in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate again. So I think this would be an interesting way to kind of, uh, you know, keep the franchise going in a way that wouldn't get stale. You know, keep your they just like a good group of Nintendo characters, and then have a shitload of guys from like one developer. It would probably have to just be the Nintendo versus Capcom, but I would like a. Uh, Nintendo versus PlayStation All Stars. That would be fun. Terrible, be and never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, still like a Fire Emblem Zelda. That would be nice, like a, ta- a Zelda tactics kind of game. Zelda anything. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Zelda can do me no wrong because characterization anyway. is one of the things that Fire Emblem I feel like exceeds in like beyond any other series almost and it's something that zelda is not great at like it they don't have like terrible characterization but a lot of characters in zelda are like you know it's like what you see what you what you get you know it's it's pretty much right there so there's some good compelling like characters that grow but yeah i mean there's it's mostly there's a lot of action really that's that's kind of the thing is the action Mm-hmm. That's what I like about Zelda, at least. But man, Groose is great. I feel like Love we could guy. do a, a whole nother podcast just on crossovers. Yeah. That's a good idea. I'm going to put that on my hey. thing for... Crossover. Next, yeah. That can be Future the next topics. time. All right. Crossing next time you bring... Over. <laughs> next time Kevin and I have a crossover with Drake to the Past, <laughs> we'll be talking about crossovers. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin okay. Crow versus Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy that like instantly. <laughs> like, do okay. I get a it's like our like, it's like our associated properties. You guys, die? you guys fall off yeah. the stage. I pull up my drink sign. So it would just be him be and like me toasty, and like toasty. Our associate, like any streamers associated with us, or just any content creators in general. So you two would be fighters. All of the streamers that I work with, those that Kevin yeah, skip. With. And I want Taylor Wells as a playable character. There, they, but he knows some serious. He's a cool dude. There needs to be, like, would it be, you know, I want it to be like, uh, the Clash of Ninja style, you know, teams of two or three, where you can have special combo, like ultimates, depending on who your team party exists as, and. It needs to have, like, if it's, you know, any combination of the three of us has something to do with alcohol. 
I mean, anything where I'm Our involved, probably, like, that'll probably just be my whole move set is just like beating people with beer. Just yeah. Drunk, smacking, drunken them, smacking them with beer mugs, yeah. Yeah. Drunken master uh, Jackie Chan fighting. Yeah. Just I... right. So, this is, watch this, that is movie a, again. this is a delve into a little bit more of my personal life, a stupid thing that I don't often share, but that I love to do. So, I spend a lot of time in Excel, like Excel spreadsheets, just making like lists and charts and graphs and shit. Um, and I like, you know, making up hypothetical things like, you know, make up a Smash character and then come up with their movesets and shit. So like, I kind of want to now make this, you know, hypothetical roster for this game with characters and their movesets and potential super combos. If you create I, this as, like, yeah. a spreadsheet and, and, like, send it to me, I will create them all as, like, homebrew D&D classes. You're on. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You are, we'll you are a, on. a small streamer, like, tabletop uh, fucking... It'll be great. There we go. <laughs> I, um, just really quick on, like, this sounds kind of relevant to this. Um, uh -huh. There's, like, a Magic the Gathering, like, set builder application. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And I've been using that to build out characters from... Uh, my D and D campaign that I stream on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. So I've been like making a magic set. Check out Shabazzle on Twitch. Yeah. Hashtag I used shameless to... plug. So yeah. I don't know if you guys did it when you were younger. When I was younger, there was a web browser card creator that had all of the major card games like program like formats programmed in, so you could make Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Magic, and some other card like cards import a photo, and then just fill out the requisite text, and it would generate the cards for you. Yeah, it's like um, what this thing does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I used to do that a lot for Yu-Gi-Oh cards. That's awesome. I actually, um, I got so into it back in the day, I used to, like, design full-on card archetypes, and then, like, print them out at my grandparents' house, so I would make my own decks of cards. And then I would, like... Really cool. I would use my brother as a guinea pig, and I would, like, give him an actual deck, and then I would duel him with my made-up decks just to see, like, not would so much like how balanced? good are they. Yes, are they balanced? Because yeah. I can, like, I showed one of my friends that, and she made a deck that was just, like, beyond balanced and broken and just dominated me, but I tried to make them actual balanced, legit cards. That's hard to do in Yu-Gi-Oh. No Konami, friends. hire me. I can fix your game. hard to do in Magic now, too. I mean, Konami's entire strategy has been basically Our it, it, it lacks like it lacks the mechanics to kind of like naturally mesh things with other things. Yeah. So everything is any new mechanic they introduce is always super gimmicky. Yes. Well, yeah. it, it, or it could be video... like way better than like previous mechanics. Because now, like fusion seem to be kind of like uh, we don't need to get too far into Yu-Gi-Oh here, but um. Mm -hmm. The, the power creep kind of goes yeah. up. And Yu-Gi-Oh! doesn't really have much of, like, a... Uh, I wish Taylor could back me up here with this. There's no, like, true format division between Yu-Gi-Oh! where, like, Magic the Gathering has, like, there's the standard pool of cards. You can play Commander, which is, like, kind of, like, open season. Uh, vintage, yeah. Legacy, um... You got your archetypes? Like, and... format, you know, stuff like that. You got your archetypes, and that's about it. Well, I guess now they have standard duel and speed duel, but... 
Yes, and Speed Duel has like the specific named cards. Although, like you could, just, you know, if you have Great White, you could play Great White, even though it right. doesn't say Speed Duel on it. Right. Similar to Magic, you could play like old reprints of that Counterspell <laughs> card that you had from 1994. You could play it. You could play normal cards in Speed Duels, but you cannot do it vice versa. I used as to I play recall. all my cheesy ass art uh, Drudge skeletons in Standard back in M10. People would be like, the fuck is that? What card is this? <laughs> yeah. This looks disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the old Dutch skeleton art. I had like four or five different arts for them. And That's and, cool. Yeah, they were, because back then they actually did a lot of alternate art, even in the same set, I think. Uh, and that's more of like a newer renaissance kind of thing in Magic, too, <laughs> is like weird different art, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the, uh, they have a Judge promo for that. I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. For that card, I, I don't know. I'm not sure for Drudge Skeleton specifically, maybe. Because you have the, the, uh, the, the playmat of that, right? Yeah, I have a playmat of the M10 artwork, yeah. uh, which is really cool. I, I really love that artwork more than the others, but there's still something just classy about the fucking 90s artwork and how cheesy it is. The, the fucking skeleton uh, just with a mace on right a fucking now. skeleton horse. It's just, oh my god, it's awesome. <laughs> Okay, we should probably get back on yeah, task. Stop We've been on a tangent for, yeah. oh, a tangent for twenty minutes. I'm sorry, um, I just looked up Judge Skeletons. It's such a BA art. Yeah, the white border it. here on with the horse. This is great. <laughs> sorry. Right. Yeah. So, um, the, one of you might have this one. I thought this was a niche one, but I'm like, no, wait a minute. Everybody likes this game. Um, and also, I should probably caveat. A lot of my predictions have, like, secondary things, like the whole Zelda, you know, there's going to be something for Breath of the Wild 2, and also it's going to be in the spring. That second part is not, like, the requisite thing for the prediction. That's just a, I get brownie points if I'm right. Doesn't get actual points, but just a haha, I told you so. This next one has the same. So, the main prediction, we're going to get some information for either from the Nintendo or from the Square Enix panels for Project Triangle Strategy, and my little brownie points thing, we're gonna get the name. We're gonna get the actual name. Okay. I'm so hyped for that And game. the name is? No. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm pretty, not... That'd be pretty good if you did. Bold of you to I think they're gonna do the same poster. thing that they did with Project Octopath Traveler, and they're just gonna fucking leave it. They're it's just gonna be that. like, you know what, whatever. It's Triangle Strategy, it's fine. But Octopath Traveler sounded really cool. Triangle Strategy is kind of meh. What's the name? But then again, they may still. I don't know. But no, bold, bold of you, Kevin, to assume that I have a creative bone in my body and can come up with catchy, good game titles. I appreciate you for thinking higher of me than I actually am. Might as well just call the game Drudge Skeleton. They call or it Fire Emblem, The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Octo yeah. Emblem, then, Fire then we'll Traveler. Get the crossover thing too, Fire right? Traveler. Gosh. <laughs> I am actually really excited for that game. I played, like, I only played part of the demo because I was just like, you know what, that's enough to sell me on it, and I don't want to spoil the next chapter of the game for myself. So I was like, because yeah. mm. I feel like actually the demo was kind of like in a hefty spoiler filled 
part of the game. And I was like, oh man, that would have been really cool to see this thing that happened like in the first cutscene you see in the demo. Cause it's like chapter eight of the game or something. I'm like, I'm ah, a little sad. I didn't see that in the actual game. So I was like, good. Uh, but the good to know the mechanics were actually really solid. And I'm not like a huge tactical RPG guy. I really like fire emblem and that's about it. So it was, it was still, it, you know, it was, it really tickled my fancy in, in that sort of tactical way. So, I am very excited about that, and I could definitely see. I think that's a good good call. I I didn't really think about that one for some reason, even though I'm like super hyped for it. I'm like, now that you mention it, yeah, fuck yeah, I want that game. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there's things too. Like I'm thinking of right now of Delta Rune, and I I want more from that. Like I, I think of like the sampling of that game. Forgot oh. that existed. I, yeah, I was right? like going it kind of to... fell off. I was going to go for another cheap shot and say that Delta Rune wouldn't be talked about at E3 at all. I but, think uh, that's a pretty good bet. But I, I think like that's too safe. Yeah. You I'm never know, though. You really never know. Because mm. it could just pop up there. Yeah. There, yeah, it's just to, so, somehow they bring yeah, out we, Toby Fox. we got to have... Yeah. Or it's like, yeah. hey, wait, we have one more thing. You know, that's like the Nintendo thing now. It's like, wait, we got one more thing for this indie showcase, and it's like, here's the Goose game. Stuff have, like that. Like, I, I can have, see that happening. We gotta I would, have be, I would be excited. Card. I'd pop for that. Like, mm. I could see I'd that as being that. a, you know, a far-fetched one of, they're going to talk about this, but we gotta have some class as far as they're like, Oh, they're not gonna talk about you know certain. They're not gonna talk about a Death Stranding two. They're not gonna talk about you know games that very like that's obviously not going to happen. Coaster got stuck to the bottom side of my beer. So I see you're a wizard, Harry, and a thumping good one, I'd imagine. Better than being <laughs> a you trained up a wizard. Bit. <laughs> With that, you have to Today's go next. Second bear of the week is white water mango and ginger. Something. Gluten free. That sounds good. Mango. My, no yeah, thanks. You can't really see I'm, any of this sh stuff on this here. This looks like a hard seltzer. Yeah, it does. Are you drinking a hard seltzer on this podcast? I don't think so. It looks like it. You being a little bitch baby over there? Seltzer it is. It, it came in a mix pack of, of, of beer, so I expected it to be a beer. I guess it is a hard seltzer. So They, they gotta throw one in for the little bitch babies. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, I've I had don't. a hard seltzer once or twice. There, no, I've had I a can't. few. Like they're all they're like okay. fine, yeah. but I'm just like, why wouldn't you just like drink Mike's? I like cider. I also like cider. The oh, I like cider too. The um, there's it's... a different taste of the hard seltzers versus like a Mike's. Mike's yeah, it just feels Mike's like you're drinking like a like, sugar bomb more flavor. <laughs> It's yeah. the same flavor, Mike. but there's more of it in Mike's See, because is, it's I not like seltzer Mike. water. It's, it's like actual just, drink just seltzer. fucking soda. I don't know. Yeah. I've never like been like into lemonade. seltzer myself, so maybe it's just it's probably just not my thing. I'm like, I've had I, several I, I of them. I put together like a little lemonade gin thing fine. here too with Gordon's gin, and, the, and this yeah. is this is a nice soda pop here. That's what mm -hmm. my great grandfather would say. All right, oh, oh, sodi sodi sucking down that soda pop, Kevin. Why don't you go for another prediction? Because you've only got two on there. Shame All right. Um, I have a fun one that I think. Oh boy. So like again with like, you know, do we go the this this is safe, I think, but mm -hmm. I want to like twist it and make it a little not safe. Um, I know there's going to be a big Halo Infinite spotlight 
Microsoft's got to do that. They got to be showing Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. I think it will look ten times better because it nice. did not look so great when they they showed this initially. Mm-hmm. Um, no, now it's going to look great, but we're going to get like a video of the game, like the the gameplay session of it, with just that terrible gameplay of someone just walking around being like. There's a bird. <laughs> they follow the bird around, and then it's like, just just go through the level, man. Like, <laughs> we don't need to see how good the skybox looks in oh, Halo Infinite. Those, you know what I mean? Just, like, just right? shoot a thing. Yeah. I just want to see you shooting aliens. Like, that's what Halo's all about. Yeah. So, so my big Halo Infinite that, spotlight. My, uh, I have a Halo Infinite uh, you prediction myself. Took- uh, I think we are going to get a release date. Hard date. I think it's going to be... I think so, too, year. yeah. It was, like, pushed, and they, like... It seems like they kind of had to um, overhaul a few things. Yeah. They have. Do you know why? Because they made the same mistake that a lot of devs have been doing. They're putting it on both gens. Instead mm. of just making it a fucking next gen, and making it as good as it could be, they're having to pander to the lowest common denominator. Because if they make, yeah, if it's they a make a double-edged sword, though, because like you alienate like the yeah, mini that has an Xbox One, and that's all I'm gonna yeah, have. It's to, so it's like, like think, it's on the one hand, it would be a good way to get people into your console space to buy the you know new next-gen hardware, but at the same time, especially with the way that they're marketing Game Pass, to just play on whatever thing you have, like yes, it's. I think they're in a weird spot there, specifically for this game. With some of those games, I agree with you. And they like, have PC. Yeah. That's the other thing with Microsoft, is that they have, like, several different platforms, and they have Game Pass, which is, like, your Netflix so, but, for games. Here's here's my thing. Um, Hard. Ta- let's take uh, Halo 5, for example. Mm-hmm. That was a near-launch title for Xbox One, right? Does mm-hmm. I recall? I think. They didn't put that on 360. They didn't do a simul release. Yeah. They did it on Halo 4. They couldn't fit it on there. They or, could barely fit no, Halo, Halo 4 on there. Yeah. Halo 4 was a you know end of the life 360 game, but it wasn't on Xbox One. Halo 5 could have been on. They were still making 360 games, but they didn't. You know why? Because of the hardware difference. They didn't want to be limited by the old hardware. They recognized there's a time that you just gotta cut the cord because you want people to get your new hardware, give them a fucking reason to do it. With this, why would I buy an Xbox, you know, Series X if there's nothing on there I can't play on my Xbox One? But again, that's a thing that I don't think Microsoft cares where you play it. But they said they they just want your money, like... As as good companies should should do. Yeah, you have Game Pass, you have PC. Microsoft has a, like a bevy of of platforms. Yeah. Where but... I think over the next maybe like five or six years, you might see Xbox kind of fade, maybe. and you get that you know that pipe dream of having Game Pass, Xbox, Microsoft games mm-hmm. on other platforms. Maybe. Um, but here... I think if there's anyone that could do it, it's Microsoft. Amazon can't do that. I don't think Google could do it either. I think Microsoft's the one that could. I have my my other like sticking point on this hardware limitations. 
the Xbox Series X and even the Xbox Series S, like it's a lot, you know, far inferior to the X in performance. I feel like but I'm they being are called both out here. Only slightly. Uh, I'm the Series but S man. They are far beyond, like just not even comparable, superior to the original Xbox. The original Xbox One is not good. It's not capable of playing a lot of current games. All of the issues that have been happening with Cyberpunk, which should be the case study for this, have been happening because of the original Xbox One. To be fair, like, I think Cyberpunk's problems were more because the development was so fucked, and, like, they didn't have it running well on anything launch day. They had it running, yeah, like, no. Uber shit on last gen, and they had it running, like... Okay, on good hardware. Yeah, like, it, it so, was Bethesda levels of broken on, you know, next gen, but it was still playable. But all, when I was working at GameStop, every single person that returned Cyberpunk or bitched about Cyberpunk, when I asked them, what console do you have, it was always the original Xbox One or the original PS4. Hardware that by this point is meant to be gone. They discontinued it for a reason. When they develop these games, they develop them with the Xbox One S in mind. They need to stop. Because all they're doing is holding them back. Let's look at Ratchet & Clank, the game that we were playing earlier. That is PS5 exclusive. It was developed with the PS5. It is a fucking masterpiece. Don't take the fact that I broke it twice in 30 minutes <laughs> as any indicator. It is a gorgeous, fantastic, smooth-running, beautiful game. And I was having a ton of fun earlier. Can you say the same about any cross-gen game where it has been, you know, just a flawless work of masterpiece that doesn't have any issues or doesn't look as gorgeous? Yes, I think for the, the only... one hour that I've Twilight played of Miles Morales. Morales. I, Wild. I was going to say, Miles Morales and Ratchet... Or not Ratchet. Um, yeah, actually, Breath of the Wild is a good example of that. Breath of the Wild runs Wii U, great on... Wii U runs well. I, I, yeah, I, I was I gonna say how strong on Wii U, but uh, I've I've heard like even the people how... I know that played it on Wii U are like, yeah, it's fine. Yes, but how much of a difference in power, like horsepower, does the Wii U have versus the Switch? Because the Switch has to be able to do dock mode and handheld mode, and handheld mode is a little comparable to the Wii U because the Wii U is strictly a whole a home console, so it had a higher ceiling. So uh, that's a that's a fair point. It's a very fair and valid point. But also, yeah. we're talking antiquated difference here. Like, the difference there is not as wide of a gap as it is right now. Yeah, I, I think, like, when we make that comparison, it, it's dependent across platforms, and it's dependent across developers. I think if you examine a few of these with, like, a very, like, tight lens over them, um, you can pick out flaws in this argument and, and find examples where it's like, well, Twilight Princess was great on GameCube and the Wii. Like, they're both really great games, and they ran super well. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you look at Twilight Princess, that game came out, what, like 15 years ago now yeah. at this yeah. point? That is um, and, and We're in, like, a new world of hardware. It's almost identical between the GameCube and the Wii. Yeah, right. exactly. The, the, um, the power gap between generations is more exacerbated now than it ever was. And don't, yeah. don't mistake my, you know my issues here with thinking that Halo Infinite's going to be a bad game. It's not. I know it's going to be a fun game. I hope it's gonna over, go. but man, we're it gonna, could be a real stinker. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go, we're gonna shoot up aliens, we're gonna have a good time. My know, problem it looks is more like real Halo than Halo 5, so... It's going to I'm be a right. good like game. It's going to be Halo a good was... game, but okay. it could be a great I... game. 
Yeah, it could be great, yeah. Halo 5 was um, bad, it just I, didn't feel like Halo. It's true. Yeah, it was, there was different things. I, the, I'm past to... the multiplayer days of... Uh, it's like, uh, in my younger days, I could play multiplayer <laughs> Halo for a long time, and now it's just like, I... I've always cared deeply about the Halo campaigns, and I find mm. those missions to be fun. So I want, yeah. like, the shoot shit in a tank level, or, like, the, oh, man, Halo Reach, we get to fly in a spaceship stuff. Like, that's cool. That was pretty great. Um, or, like, give me that sniper level. And, like, every Halo game could do that. Like, you know, just just, just do that. Copy it, like, every four years. And, and like, I'm, I'm great. In um, fairness. The, um, sorry, I'm a different I'm... gamer than most folks. Yeah. In, not so much in their defense, I guess, but, like, as a rationalizing thing for the um, Halo 5, that came during a period of time when Microsoft was trying to be different than they are. They're trying to be something they weren't, with, like, you know, the design of the original Xbox One controllers and the, you know, locking off discs from being able to play in other systems and things like that. Like, they were trying to be something yeah, they, they weren't. They flipped it, that pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, it blew up in their faces. It's just, with Halo 5, damage is done that can't be reversed. So they just have to reverse course with Halo Infinite. I mean... No, I don't see Halo 5 as, like, this big dismal failure. Um, oh. You know, it's, it it's a it Halo game. They tried a few different things. Um, it's like Sean said. It did it grip me? Like Probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just mechanically, um, I think it was far enough removed from what the other Halo games had done that it, like, it just felt different somehow. And it wasn't, like, a bad thing, but it was it was a different thing, and I didn't like it as well because of that, because I wanted, you know... But, again, like, I'm a weird guy, because I'm, like, the one guy that thinks Halo 1 is the best even for gameplay, so... You I was just going to say, what is your favorite Halo game? My favorite Halo is Halo 1, like, to the end of time. Uh, I like Halo 3. Yeah. Halo 3 is my I like jam. Halo 3. Is, I, I like all the Halos. All of them are great games. 3 uh, is, like, top I'm, for me. I'm Halo 2. We, dis we discussed this. We're all that very night. different I, people. You and I played Halo that one night after the podcast. And yes. We <laughs> right into on, the night. I, yes, no, yeah, let's... Yeah, we got very far off topic. Chris is like, so, we're yeah, we ended Halo. up in a Halo. Chris, thing, have you like... played Halo since that time in college that I brought over my Xbox to your house? I don't believe I have. <laughs> I got another Halo Infinite for E3. I will not play Halo uh, uh, before, during, or at least for probably like a couple weeks after E3. Can that be one of my predictions? <laughs> Chris won't play Halo. All right, everybody gets a free Chris point for that. Chris won't play Halo. Yeah. <laughs> Next week's go game. To your house and I'm going to play Halo with you. Damn it. Well, or or give him your Xbox, and that could be next week's like background game. Chris playing Halo. Right. Yeah. Actually, I, I'll I'll like I got I got all my discs still. I'll give you whichever Halo game you want on the 360. <laughs> yeah. And I I don't even have a 360, so I would mm. have to. You can borrow my 360, too. No excuse. I think I've got, like, three copies of Halo 3 in here anyway. So oh, nice. Yeah, that's the PlayStation. I have two. I, I only have one. Yeah. I have the collector's edition, though. Please tell me you do have all the cases still. Um, I Somewhere. don't. Like it. Some of them might probably be at my parents' house, but when I was, you know, back in college, me and my brothers bought a 
shitload of games, and now we have a lot of them still left in here. I, I, but I know there's even games missing from here. I have no idea exactly where they are. But as long as we're on the topic of Halo merch, before we go back to one more prediction, I have a goddamn Master Chief head. All right. Nice. This was with the special collector's edition of Halo 3, if you might remember. It's got just got enough space in there to hold the game cases for Halo 1, 2, and 3, which I should have thought of and put the game cases in there. But You I wear the helmet? No, it's uh, it's just like a stand thing that like you could put the games in, in here in the base and then, and oh. then like store them in the Master Chief head. Damn. Oh, hi. I do like my Halo. I don't have the steelbook for Halo 4. Ooh, Halo Wars. Halo, I love Halo Wars. I was a pretty high-ranked player in Halo Wars for, for a hot minute. Anniversary, they... Tried Halo I, I don't Wars. like these cases. What's the point? The... What does this do? I don't know. I've always yeah, wondered, but I, I also I like feel obligated to keep the sleeve. Yeah. yeah right? it, it's like, this... it's part of the packaging. You have to keep it, right? This, the, uh, this one does a pretty cool... This, you know, it's got like the raised... Yeah. kind of thing going on but like what am i yeah. i can't fit this in my uh dvd like holder game yeah. holder case thing mm, and yeah. like this guy i can't do anything with it either so it's like it's on the shelf right but... i have a shelf specifically for the fatty cases mm -hmm. all right yeah guys, what's your I... prediction <laughs> yeah we'll shut up let's see it, are we talking wild predictions finally uh, no, no yet. We, we you need two We're more on... uh safe predictions I yeah, okay. we're number three still. You, you want an actually three. an actually serious prediction here? That'd be okay. Yeah. I mean, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. It'll, it'll be funny either way, and it'll lead to discussion. So that's the point of the podcast. Oh, uh, let me see. Or well, hard I, seltery I, stuff. <laughs> I forgot that this was not beer, and then I drank it, and I was like, yeah, it's not beer. Oh, disappointing. Uh, here, here's one I don't think is so safe, but I kind of want to see. Uh, another, uh, game in the Mana series will be announced mm. at E3. Mm. That's starting to push the envelope into Risky, but I like it. Yeah. I, I well, I mean, my Risky again. prediction is so crazy bearable. that, but I, I just have to say it, so. Yeah, mm. I mean, they did, they did do the, like, remasters of the Mana trilogy not that long ago. Yeah, Secret of Mana got like remastered. Ago or something like that? Uh, the music. Actually, like. I, the music I in the remaster was actually very hit or miss. Like, some mm. of the music was, like, it just absolute garbage-tier remastering. Like, if you listen to the color of the summer sky, uh, it's just, like, completely overproduced. But then you listen to, like, some of the other uh, music remasters, they are totally awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so I... I I, I don't know what went on with the remastering of those that soundtrack, but it was very uneven in quality in terms of how well they did with it. Hmm. Makes it one of the strangest kind of video game remasters that remastered soundtracks that I think I've heard. Weird. Would not have expected that. But I've I the well, only one I've played is uh what's the Super Nintendo one? The so, uh, Secret of Mana. Secret, Secret of Mana. Mana. Yeah. Uh, I've played that one like very briefly. because uh, I it was on the Super Nintendo Classic and I, I tried it out and it was like it didn't quite hook me. And then I played a bunch of Link to the Past 
and that's basically all that I've done with the uh, that. And I I played a bunch of the Star Fox one and two, uh, on mm. there. so that because that was pretty cool to go back to. So so question. <clears throat> Because I, I seem to be making a habit of nitpicking your predictions in particular, Chris. <laughs> I swear it's not a personal attack. He just hates you. Um, is it, are you predicting that there's going to be an entirely new mana game announced? Or is it just they're going to talk about mana games? Because an entirely is... new mana game. Okay. No? I was going to say, there is the Legends of Mana remake coming on June 24th. No, so... we're not We're not talking about remakes. Remakes are, uh, they're okay. like... Remakes are like a backburner thing, and we already know we we already know that they do stuff with remakes. It's like, oh, they're gonna remake this, so oh, they're gonna right. remake I, this because Square Enix I think wants their pockets lined. I think your prediction holds water because they've now done remasters of Secret Trials and Legends of Mana, so that may be leading up to a new Mana game. The time would be rife because people are thinking about it because it's coming out in you know two weeks. Yeah, now would be a good time to bring it up. Mm-hmm. And and the reason I the reason I even think about it is, is I'm like the original Secret of Mana had just awesome music, mm-hmm. and also was one of the victims of Nintendo's deal with Sony CD falling through. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. All right. Crow, you want to give us a prediction? Sure. Um, we're counting EA as part of E3, right? The EA presentation? I think yes. Are they unofficially it... listed E3, or are they doing oh, you know a presentation what? at the same time or something? I, I don't they have, like, the... EA Play that's, like, a month later. Is it, a, is it that the... far? Wait. When does it... Hold on. When is EA Play? I looked at the E3 schedule and then I forgot most of it. <laughs> I, so I, I don't know when EA is... Uh, okay. See, there's Ubisoft, no, Gearbox, uh, Xbox, Square, Capcom, Nintendo, Bandai. I think the only EA thing is EA Play in July. Yeah, it's in July. I'm looking to see, because it's specifically relating to Madden. Um, There's no football more talk on this podcast. No more football. (laughs) Damn. That's unfortunate. How about them Broncos? I thought that they said that there was... I guess they're not going to be talking about Yeah, there's about EA or... Play, which is uh, July 22nd. Shout out to uh, E3Recap.com, which is what I use to see all E3 news because I miss a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. No, I see what... It, okay. It, there was speculation that it was going to be part of the Summer Games Fest presentation, but that has come and gone, so... Right. Never mind, I'm scrapping that one. So I guess it's my turn to take a safe prediction then while I try to figure out what my last one's going to be. <laughs> right. uh, I think Square is going to give us more information about Final Fantasy 16. I actually also but not have a date. that one. So uh, yeah, I, I I didn't say a date. I, I just think it's going to be like a gameplay trailer or something. But I think Final yeah. Fantasy 16 information will be coming. So that is one of my predictions as well. 
And my saucy extra bit for brownie points, it's going to be next-gen exclusive. Because I'm a proponent of that. Not totally, there's totally no bias in that, I swear. <laughs> and now I gotta figure out something for my last one. <laughs> I thought they said that it was gonna be PS5 exclusive anyway. Uh, I don't, Did they? I believe. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I thought that that was uh, something. Because I was thinking about, like, is Final Fantasy 16 going to be the thing that I need a PS5 for? Uh, and then eventually it ended up being fucking DLC for Final Fantasy 7 instead. <laughs> so, Maybe. you know, I was like, whatever, it's, it's still in a family. So uh, I, I really like that first trailer for Final Fantasy 16, though, so I'm pretty hyped for that. Yeah, that's my that's my safety bet. Right. I need to look at the E3 Not schedule. Uh, Kevin, you want to be the fourth person to give us a fourth prediction? Yes, I'll be four on the four. Um, and I'll use a four for this. I definitely plan that for sure. All right. I have um, D four. Oh. Oh shit. Oh, there it goes. Wow. Doesn't count. Didn't hit the table. Get. Yeah, floor dice don't count. That's that's a rule. Floor dice don't count. No. Um, that's down to floor dice. No floor fours. Um, floor dice. My my four thought here is that there will be no Metroid Prime four at E three. No Metroid Prime four. Nothing about it. Yes, and I'm forewarning you. There's <laughs> no Metroid Prime four at E three. For shamed. They right. call it E three for a reason. This is not E four. Right. We'll have to wait for next year when it turns four. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, something. I think actually this is the year where the Metroid Prime 4 announcement has turned four. I think so. I think 2017 so. yeah, they like announced that. that it was like a thing. They were like, we don't usually do this, but here it is. Yeah. I think we'll like... get it. And then they no, didn't they do it, it like the... two years ago or something. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they did it the same year as the Breath of the Wild 2. Or it's, no, there's, did they there's the going to be nothing too? for it this year. Yeah, I don't remember. I I I don't know. I think we may get something later in the year, but definitely not for E three. Not for E three. Yeah, I think it's like it would based on like the fact that I'll they direct completely for it rebooted point. it. I think it's yeah. like it's going to be a while before we hear anything, and if they do show us anything, it's going to be meaningless. Like, I, no, I, within the next yeah. year or two, I think anything they show will be meaningless. It'll be, like, a story trailer, maybe. I think... I just Nintendo doesn't really do that yeah, not, anymore. Not all the time. They're not in the business yeah, being like, here's the cinematic trailer, we'll see you in three years, you know? They're yeah. I think... Not about that. Mm -hmm. Well, tell that to Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2 and Metroid Prime 4 are, like, the only examples in recent memory where it's, No, like, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, actually, so in recent years, they've these... really been even, like, making like, announcements here's the next real stuff quick in six before months. things come. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, uh, I like that. Yeah, like, I Paper can... Mario is only... Uh, the Origami King was like only... It was, like, like a, month. a month or two before it came out. They were just like, hey, yeah. Paper Mario's coming. And it was like, wait, what? And here it is. I... Yeah. Yeah. I so, love that too because it's so it's just a nice surprise. Yeah. Age of Calamity so, was only like three or four months before too. It was it was yeah. a surprisingly short hype cycle. And Super Smash so, Brothers Ultimate. So, counter. Yeah, we need more of that. I think Smash Ultimate was the longest out of those three, but it, it was still like less than a year between announcement and release. 
Yeah, yeah. January like, to December. Yeah. So, counter proposal. Mm-hmm. I think because yeah, I still agree it's not going to happen in EA. Things going to happen this year. I think because Nintendo does consider Metroid to be an important franchise because they thought oh, that, it was Metroid important. Fans. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hear me out, Metroid fans. I swear I'm on your side. I think that they believe that it is an important franchise because they thought it was important enough to their fans that they tell you in a direct that they are restarting development. They didn't have to dedicate that time slot. They could have done that to anything else. They could have talked about an upcoming Nindy game. But instead, they're like, hey, we want to be forthright with you. We're starting over with this game. They could have just thrown that out in a tweet and they would have gotten the same response, more or less. Um... But they, I think it's important. So Not I think <laughs> later this... I'm a Metroid fan. I, To be fair, I didn't finish that game. I enjoyed it while I played it. I also had no clue what I was doing because my little sister got tired of playing it in the middle of it. She just gave me the controller. She's like, here, go nuts. I actually like uh, Ethereum. Uh, I think it plays more akin to what I think a 3D Metroid should be than the Prime games. The story is shit in a hat. Yeah. But... I think that's it's the big problem fun. people have. Okay, uh, here I'll redeem myself. I'm I'm a real Metroid fan now, right? People don't play. People don't play, people don't play games for good gameplay, right? <laughs> um. Anyway, I think we're going to get a, some information, like a reveal trailer or something, for Metroid Prime Four later in the year. Is going to be in a general direct around like September ish or something, and it is going to be a. I hope you guys enjoyed. Oh, by the way, one more thing, and then Metroid Prime. Mm. I think that's what they're. I think they're going to give that primo slot to Metroid. Okay, I could see that potentially. Uh, Still no date. Yeah, not not right now, but yeah. They're still not going to give us a date, but they're going to be like. So is that, is that your prediction for here? No, or? no, that's that's. that's, that's I'm later. just throwing that one out there. This is future this, crow. This is, yeah, this is E3. This is future crow. So yeah, this bookmark that for later. Non E3 prediction prediction. Yeah. Bookmark <laughs> this. If it happens, doing the following Friday, I will drop what I'm doing to come on the podcast so we can talk about it's fucking right. But <laughs> we'll see you in October. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was purely an aside based just, you know, based on what I know about Nintendo and how they operate. Also, another aside, just because I want to throw this out here and I don't want to waste one of my predictions on it. What the fuck is Verizon at E3? Uh, What do they have to present? uh, E3 prediction, Verizon will ritually sacrifice a jeep pie. Verizon Uh, will steal the show with a human sacrifice. Ritually sacrifice a jeep pie. Uh, and then announce, give us money, where money will be thrown at the stage. In the same, uh, it, very clever to, you know, sacrifice, create a scapegoat, and then, you know, sacrifice the scapegoat after he served his purpose. So give us the money to throw back at them. Should I write that down as your prediction, Chris? No, don't get <laughs> write that down as my prediction. That could be as far off, that could be as off, you know, long shot one. No, my long shot prediction is uh, something very different. All right. Well, first yeah. we each have to do one more prediction. So oh. one more safe prediction, and then we're on to our crazy go nuts. So uh, 
Who wants to give the first, last safe prediction? Okay, first, last safe prediction from me is uh, Devolver Digital will not have, will not host an opposition event as they've been doing. Do they even have a panel? They do. Uh, they us- the Devolver use- usually doesn't attend E3, however, they usually uh, oh. set up like they kind of a, a joke demo uh, outside of E3. Mm-hmm. Um, they yeah, they did Devolver that for at least two years. June twelfth at uh, four thirty Eastern. Again, E three recap. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. They. Uh, so my prediction is they're not gonna do even that for E three. They're not gonna. Okay. They're not gonna attempt create a counter thing. They're gonna be too focused on doing something else as a publisher. Being productive. Yeah. Yeah, or, they do know. have a direct scheduled for. They have a Devolver Digital direct for June twelfth, but um, that could be anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. about two. Okay, I think for the Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase, we are finally, finally, going to get something about either StarCraft or Elder Scrolls 6. Because they did say ES6 is going to come after StarCraft 2, or Starfield, whatever it was. Stargame. So we're going to get one of those two. I was wondering if it was StarCraft. I think they're going to stop kicking the can down the road now that they have the Microsoft backing. Hmm. It was like a little bit of a risky take, but I stand by it. It's Bethesda. Is the StarCraft project announced? Starfield. Starfield, yeah. okay. Yeah, there's so many stars out there. The Star Wars. Star Tropics. Star Labs. Star Tropics. Starlink Battle for Atlas. So, wait, hold on. We've said a bunch of things. What is the act- Starfield, right? It's Starfield. Okay, it's Star about- Trek, the next generation. <laughs> Starfy from Super Mario Galaxy. Starhawk from the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Starbuck from uh, Battlestar Galactic. Starbuck? Starbuck. Oh, I was thinking they're from Seattle. Uh... Peace box. <laughs> uh... Alright, so that's not a bad uh, prediction. Yeah, uh, so... I don't know. Like I said, I I did. I just don't feel anything about Elder Scrolls Six. I don't know specifically why, but just because they're fucking milking the fucking Skyrim train still. Hold on. Let me. As long as we're pulling out cases a bunch, I still. I, I got my Xbox 360 version. All right. Look at that. Skyrim. I, if I go up here, I got my Switch version too. But that'll take too much time. It's, the point of the story is like they don't really need to put out Elder Scrolls Six anytime soon. Although it would mm-hmm. give, like, I don't know, because it's been in production long enough. I bet they've got contracts to make it for, like, every system. So I'm wondering if that will be, like, an Xbox exclusive now that Xbox is. But it's, like, it's been in production long I, enough that I feel like they probably think... set something up and have done a lot of development time with the various other consoles that... I, I think it would be a timed exclusive for Microsoft where they get it for the first, like, year or six months or so. But I really think we're going to get Starfield this year. Mm-hmm. And then if they tease ES6, cool. 
but I don't think we're going to get anything substantial for it. I think they're going to lean more into Starfield. Because I, I recall, I think, them saying that Starfield comes first hmm. before ES6. I feel like that sounds familiar. Um, and also, I feel like they won't announce or, or they won't tease ES6 at all if they're not ready to show something substantial. Because right. they, they yeah, already that, gave us was the a thing reveal too. trailer, which was just a fucking camera going across a landscape, and then it said Elder Scrolls Six logo. <laughs> that that was it, you know. Yeah, so, they did I say too. Like, like the roadmap was like Starfield first, then yeah, Elder to be Scrolls. Fair, that that sweeping pan shot lit the internet on fire for a few hours. It fucking did. So. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, I'm know. going Starfield probably. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, so, Kevin, uh, do you want to do yours, or do you want to be the last, last prediction? I'll be the last, last prediction. All right. Uh, so, my prediction, actually, my last safe prediction was uh, one that I assumed somebody would have mentioned Super Smash Brothers by now. And uh, I was... I, I I specifically wrote this under the assumption that somebody would because my prediction is that <laughs> the new a new Smash Brothers character and they might reveal one might reveal both I think just one but just one, one at least will be revealed and it will be a character that nobody in this video predicted. I'm. Oh, oh my god! Going. So it won't be Rayman. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring for a Zelda character. Chris? But no no one made an official prediction here, right? Yeah, nobody, well, so, nobody did, so... Well, let's... I mean, we could discuss it briefly, you know. Why don't, why don't we all, like, make a prediction for a character to see if you can beat us out? <laughs> Yeah, because that's my prediction, is that it's going to be somebody totally unexpected that nobody ever saw coming, because I feel like that's kind of been their thing. Like, very few people have been accurately predicting Smash characters. Like Harry from Final can, Fight. Let's yeah. do that as a... That can be your brownie points thing. Like how a couple of my predictions have brownie point clauses. This can be your brownie point clause. All let's right, all so pick a character. As long as there's a Smash character reveal, I get a point. Pick something dumb. Yeah. And if it's somebody nobody said i get extra kudos you get brownie points i get to drink again yes you get uh, to drink. You get I, to have a beer. i'll drink to that i think halo is a pretty cool guy he ki uh, kills <laughs> aliens and doesn't afraid of anything and mr halo be, yeah mr ha yeah master chief <laughs> is going to be the character added to smash bros i would love master chief in smash bros master i, I think i don't I see think, it coming, uh, but I I would be okay to be surprised. I think he's think... fit. Yeah, I I I do want to say I feel like Nintendo and Microsoft have been on good enough terms recently that that's not completely impossible. Mm -hmm. As a as an aside, I've been playing through the Halo games with um, my friend Trevor Snake's Box. He's been on this podcast once before because he's never played Halo. Um, and our little head cannon, because anytime we hop in the warthog, I'm the driver, he's the gunner. If he's not shooting anything, he's doing squats in the back of the truck with the gun. 
Um, so he, I am Master Chief, and he is Master Beef, because he's got them hands for legs. <laughs> Just a so yeah, Master Beef for Smash. That's my point. Nice. I dig it. I'm what about, a, I'm, what I'm, about a, I'm a Warthog Gunner myself. What about you, Sean? Who would you want to see in Smash, or who do you think would get it? I don't know. You know, like the ones I keep coming back to, I feel that are somewhat likely are Master Chief and uh, Doom Guy. But I, as much as I feel like they have a higher likelihood than a lot of characters, I also feel like they're the kind of out there characters that might just not make it in there because of, you know, who owns the property, what the property is known for. But, you know, Smash Brothers obviously right. does go places from time to time. You know, we got Bayonetta in there. So... You yeah, know, we got Banjo a, too. Yeah, and, and you, you get people from all over the place. So it's like I don't... Snake. As much as I want to say either one of them, I also am like, I don't know. Somehow, I don't... like I have a gut feeling that I, I just can't predict it. What, whatever it is, is an unpredictability because every time I've had like a gut feeling, like, all right, it's going to be this guy. It's going to be this guy. It's like, it's always wrong. And now my gut feeling is going towards like, okay, I just can't predict it. That's the magic of super smash. Yugi Moto. Cast, cast your lot for crap. <laughs> cast your lot for crash bandicoot. I feel like that's a safe pick. Yeah. Crash has been like a rumor. Hmm. I feel I think like Ray he's Man been would a be rumor pretty for sweet. long enough that I've kind of written him off. You know, yeah, but also, I, like I mean, there's the Banjo. That there are, I don't know, because I do. I feel like a lot of people requested Banjo, but he wasn't really rumored. I feel like most I mean, people never believed he would come, and that is like one of the things that like makes him such a hype announcement. Maybe. Um, I really want Waluigi in the game. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. If they make it, that would be the coolest move Waluigi. to make. It. <laughs> they Just would. I mean, this amiibo of him. They would turn the, they would like, make the internet go nuclear if he was the final Smash fighter. <laughs> like I think internet, the I think Twitter's servers would legitimately shut down. Um, I think Goku Optimus would Prime shut it down too. Oh, yeah, Optimus Prime Prime. Oh, we need Optimus Smash. in Smash Bros. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you got the classic 80, 80s version too. I think Waluigi, Goku, and um, Sub Zero, Gino. Oh yeah, Gino. Gino. I don't think will ever be a thing. No, well, I think been... so. Yeah, especially I since think... he came back as a Mii Fighter costume. That yes, like, that was the point I was going to make yeah, for sorry. Doom Guy. I, I think the the case to be made against Doom Guy and Gino and Skull Kid and any other Mii Mii Fighter costumes is just that. Their well, costume guy isn't a me fighter costume. There are doom me fighter costumes. There's like a caca demon, I think. Is there? I there was... That's odd. I thought there was a doom guy. I don't think there's an actual doom guy. Mini gunner. And it, yeah, and the and the me fighter get, like, costume Dwayne, the of Rock, the caca demon came out in the first fighters pass, I think. Yo, with Dwayne, somebody Johnson. else. And Cuphead. Yeah, I think it came out at the same time as the Cuphead Me Fighter costume, and wh whichever character that was. Uh, I don't Barry. remember which. It might have been Ryu. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. Fighter. Yeah, but um, uh, 
Yeah, so, and because that was a different fighter's pass, I think Doomguy has a chance, but I don't think it's, like, a huge, like, oh, yeah, he's getting in chance. I think it's like, yeah, I can see it. it, which is as far as I feel like I can take any prediction is, like, yeah, I can see it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I can't really say, oh, yeah, I think somebody's getting in. For a long, long time, yeah. I kept thinking... My one that I was coming back to, my dream fucking, if, like, Sakurai called me up and said, hey, pick the last Smash character, I'd be like, you put in Travis, touchdown, man. That'd be fucking awesome. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, but, you know, he, he got the Mii Fighter treatment, too, so it's like... There, there was not a Mii Gunner costume for Doomguy. Yeah. Interesting. So Doomguy, I think, is a potentiality. Master yes. Chief is a potentiality, but I don't think it's going to be either of them, because I think it's going to be somebody nobody in this podcast predicted. I'm like late. the piranha plant swerve. Right? God. No, but... Well, I It'll did be see... John Leguizamo as Luigi in the Super Mario Brothers movie. I will pay for that <laughs> DLC. I want Johnny. Give me Johnny. Give it to us, Nintendo, you fucking cowards. Do it. Joe from Joe and Mac. Or Give Chuck people... Rock. Let's just get like a whole Joe specifically from Joe and Mac. Only not, Joe. Not just Joe and Mac. Not and Joe and Mac just together. Like alternate just skins. Just oh, you can have just Mac Joe. as an alternate. Yeah. Mac could be an alternate. Okay, okay, mm. okay. And maybe do like Congo from Congo's Caper. That would actually be a pretty good idea. Let's get Joe and Mac in there. Give us Nick Frost. Or Mike Jones. Caveman Ninjas from Caveman Ninjas. Which is just Joe and Mac, but different. Yeah, yeah. Joe and Mac has a weird naming thing. It's very odd. Like, Joe and Mac 3 in uh, the PAL regions is just, it's just Joe and Mac 2. But they called Congo's Caper Joe and Mac 2. I don't know why I know so much about this. I love Joe and Mac. It's so great. (laughs) We might as well have the greatest starship as like a playable character in Smash Bros. <laughs> at this point. I think that'd be great. I want to play Gradius. I love those kind of just wacky, like what the fuck characters. So I would totally be like, like that, or like the. Gal- I like the Duck ship. Hunt dog. There's a. I don't like a... playing as the Duck Hunt dog, and I just really have like bad memories of him as a kid. He's a fucking dick. So he's like Muttley from. Uh... <laughs> Is it um like Dick Dastardly's dog? Anybody know what I'm talking about here? Because I bring up Dick Dastardly like pretty frequently, and nobody seems to know who he is. Got me. <laughs> from Wacky, he's an old cartoon character from Wacky Races. He was like that, a he was that guy who like would always stop to cheat in Wacky Races, right? Even yes, though he yeah, would win the race right. legitimately if he never cheated. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, really if he was just a normal strong. like racer, he'd win. But he had a dog named Muttley. Which makes me think of the Duck Hunt dog, because he'd get up and, you know, Dick Dastardly would get foiled or whatever, and Muttley would just, he'd be laughing He just had this really dog. breathy laugh, that's what I remember about that yes. show. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. uh, Muttley, so maybe, I don't know, just Dick Dastardly sentient, for Smash. Just give us a sentient taco. Or taco cat. I, I saw your eyes light up a little bit there, Sean, when I, when I, I said tacos. that. Tacos By the way, just real quick loop back to Yu-Gi-Oh! Because you mentioned Gradius. Kevin, did you know that there is a Gradius line of Yu-Gi-Oh! cards? Yes, I do. They... There, I I own the Gradius card. I think about that with Yu-Gi-Oh! That's Konami. Mm-hmm. I suddenly cool it's weird, too. It creates option tokens. I remember yeah. the 
greatest card, but for some reason I never connected the dots until just this moment. Yeah, there's another one it for makes future. Options. Gives us gives you a future crossover topic. We'll, we could talk about it more in the crossover <laughs> yeah. podcast. Look out coming for that. to you, Nash versus Gradius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Capcom versus Gradius. There you that'd go. Be almost yeah. as cool as as if like Godzilla crossed over with Magic. Oh wait, Godzilla for Smash. Godzilla for Smash would be fucking hype. I fucking love Godzilla. I don't understand how it would work, but it would be great. He'd be too He'd be like big. Gandalf and Smash. I don't know. They said Ridley yeah, would be too over. big. Yeah, I know. That was my so, point. Come on, man. You can put Just Godzilla baby got, baby got, baby baby Godzilla. Baby Godzilla in Smash? I am yeah. so fucking there. I want it. Oh, my God. Be that so would be terrible. great if they were just like, all right, we're going to visit a popular franchise. We're going to visit the Godzilla franchise. And it's like, we have thought Godzilla would be too big, so we put baby Mothra in. And it's like, <laughs> what the uh, Mothra? It just like is hey, the like, worm cool form. And then it, it like fucking like is Final it's Smash. Final Smash is Mothra. Mothra. <laughs> For like three seconds. I just want the baby Godzilla and his final smash is just like the kid from Final Wars like stands up in front of him and says, no, don't shoot him. And <laughs> and he's just invincible for like 30 seconds. You can't beat him because there's a kid standing there. <laughs> it would just be like one of those counters where if you hit the kid, then you get blasted or something. <laughs> like like with Peaches right, or something. Fucking yeah. Yeah. This is the weirdest counter ever. Toad, would be a human shield. Yeah, like, right. How inhuman. Very odd. Also, you just wasn't... keep a fucking toad in your well, pockets? One of, wasn't there one of the Smash games where, like, Toad was the counter, and if you hit him, he, like, vomits back or something? Something weird. It's uh, weird. It's like, it's like spores from, like, Toad's head, and they hit you. Uh, That's what I always thought it was. I just thought he was throwing up. He's just like burping at you or something. He's like burping your move back to you. It's just this weird <laughs> melee counter. I don't know. Alright, Kevin, do you want to do the last safe prediction? The last safe prediction. Um, fable. Okay. We will get more Fable. Will we get Fair. a date? I don't think so. I think we'll get Probably a soft not. date. Maybe some gameplay. But Fable's going to be there. Right, give me more Fable. I really just wrote, give me more Fable. All right. <laughs> I, I, I'd i be okay with that. I'm not 100% sure if I'm on board with the new Fable yet, because I like the old... I like... I really loved the first one, and then the second and third one did kind of weird things, but they were still... Like, two was good in its own They're way. They were still fable and Yeah, and yeah, they were still fable Uh So, but now it's like totally different team, and I'm like... Yeah, and it just, yeah, like, like... The trailer really... Maybe it's didn't fabling. really say fable to me. Uh, yeah, like so I, I saw like, it and I'm like, oh, this could be like something. And, and then like, oh, like it's the fable, fable logo pops up and I was like, that is not what I expected. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it could be great. I have no idea. This is something I thought about as well. And then I decided to go with the Halo Infinite instead of my, instead as my Microsoft. I double dipped. Like, yeah, yeah. I also double dipped on it's Microsoft. Yeah. Sorry, Sony. I just didn't care. Sony's not there. Right. I mean, I said Final Fantasy 16, so that's the yeah, closest I mean, you get is a timed exclusive. How Before we move on to the final ones, how many of everybody's uh, predictions were, like, taken by somebody else? Because I only lost one of them. Uh, I actually had a couple. Because, let's see, you said Final Fantasy 16, 
and mm. uh, Kevin said Halo Infinite. So I guess I I had two predictions that were taken by Erased. somebody else. So there's small gotcha. crossover here, but not not a lot. Yeah. And then you both said uh, Breath of the Wild Two is going to tr- get a trailer. Yes. So yeah, yeah, a little bit I of crossover it, in there. I said it would not. Yeah, and there Chris is. The only guy that didn't cross over with anybody's predictions because he made them all up on the spot. Yeah, but he said, didn't, Chris, didn't you say at the beginning that we, like, erased a couple of yours at the start? Uh, so I I had been thinking hard about at least the first prediction I would make, and then you guys stumbled all over it by, uh, <laughs> with, the, with all the, yeah, we're talking about Zelda, and I was like, yeah, you know what? There's going to be no Zelda predictions. That was that was my prediction. Counter prediction. Gotta love it. Nice. All right. All right. Should we get into the crazy go nuts predictions and consult the magical D4? All right. <laughs> so we're going to go dice. top to bottom as far as our YouTube stream goes in numbers. So Kevin is number one. I'm number two. Crow's number three. And Chris is number four because that's how our uh, stream appears. Four. Chris, what is your crazy go nuts prediction? My crazy go nuts prediction? Picture this. Gabe Newell of uh, Valve Games comes out on stage. A projector lights up behind him. It says one. And then it counts up to two. And then it counts up to three. And then it zooms out. Half-Life 2 Episode 3 confirmed. (laughs) I would love that. that. That's it. That's the entire prediction. That's amazing. I would adore that. Or, I mean, really, if I want to announce, I'd bet it would be Valve producing a game that was uh, the third sequel. That was that was the second sequel, so the third game in the series of fucking anything. But you know, or like walks out, it counts up one, counts up to two, counts like halfway up to three, just enough that you can tell it's three, and then drops back down to two and zooms out to Half Life Alex two. <laughs> I was going to say, was... team, team Fortress Alex. <laughs> team Fortress Alex 2. How hard of a that, troll would it be I, I if like... it was literally just Team Fortress 3? I, I think at this point, Valve is so deep that they can never release anything that yeah. has a 3 in the title. Because Gabe Newell released an announcer pack for Dota 2, where triple kill is less is more than 2 kills, but less than 4 kills. That's, that's what exist. he says in the fucking announcement. The number three does not exist at Valve. There's a company rule against it. Yeah. So that is my outside absolutely wild bonkers prediction is that they're going to announce a game that is, ends in three. I dig it. All right. Okay. So we got there. All right. So we got my D6 Almighty now. Done. I'm going to change up to a D6 here because I don't have my D3. My D3 is in my bedroom and I don't want to go get it. So one and two okay. is Kevin. Three and four is me. Five and six is going to be Crow. Gotcha. Three. All right. So my crazy going nuts prediction is that... Me too, Kevin. We are going to get a new custom robo game or Ooh, a remake of the GameCube game. Because yeah. that would be the most fucking hype 
thing that could possibly happen. This custom robo is fucking great, and I want to play through it again, and I keep not playing through it again on my GameCube. Here, hold on. As long as... I don't know why we keep holding up game cases on this episode, but... Uh, it's, uh... That's me. I got a whole box. Yeah. And they're all, like, a bunch of them behind me. Hold on. It's in yeah. here somewhere. I'll get to it. And a Macar. I was about to say, I like the Macar plush. Yeah. I, I love this guy. There's a, uh, there's a custom robo... Uh, Look at that Me price! Him, so. Yeah, yeah. Fucking... Holy smokes! Thirteen <laughs> game crazy. How about that? Yeah, eleven sixty nine MVP. I don't remember. Were you an MVP? MVP. <laughs> so I was like, wow! Look at you. you. I bought it's enough probably... games there that I probably should have been. I don't remember if I was. I don't. There hasn't been a game crazy. They closed down a long ass time ago. So yeah. They're... Yeah, they're long gone. Shit I love game crazy. I bought all my Genesis games there. Yeah. This is uh, probably... game crazy. Was where I got my copy of. Uh, uh, Zelda, which um, yeah. Master Quest, because I didn't pre-order Wind Waker. I got the Master Quest disc, though, later came up used there, and it's like 15 bucks or something. 20 bucks. Yeah. I don't remember. It was, I it got was the like Kmart cheap. special. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, this is going to be awesome. Because uh, when, I, when I found out it was missing, I was like, oh, I could probably buy another one. It wasn't that expensive, and then I looked them up, and now they're like fucking 200 bucks. I'm like, yeah, they're very expensive now. GameCube these, just a lot of these GameCube games are. Yeah, my fucking Wind Waker. The GameCube game. players grew up. That's the thing. So now <laughs> yeah. they have money to spend. Yeah. Good for them. Well, shame. I don't know. I'm a GameCube player, and I grew up, but I don't have money. So, <laughs> how's that work? Well, you don't have non-beer money, you should say. But you That's have the true. GameCube. I I spend all my money on beer. I do have a working GameCube, which is, you know, so do I. Is something. I was going to start your money streaming GameCube games on my Wii. I bought like a little adapter that plugs in the back of my Wii that I can plug it into an HDMI port. And I was like, oh, okay, then I can stream Wii games and GameCube games on my Wii. And then I put something into my, I don't remember what I put into my uh, Wii, but like it made this like horrible grinding sound. And I was like, oh my God, what's going on? And I like, it, it stopped and it sounded like it was okay. And I... I loaded in whatever, I think it was uh, Fire Emblem. I loaded in and I got in the game and it uh, uh, crashed right on the loading screen and then it wouldn't load the game ever anymore. And then I pushed the eject button and it wouldn't eject. And I was like, oh my God, is my $300 fucking Fire Emblem game stuck in my Wii? Oh my shit. And I was like freaking out. And I, I turned it off. I turned it on and I, I, I like unplugged it and I, I eventually got it out. And I was like, okay, I am not putting another fucking game in this Wii until I like figure out if I can get fixed or something. I was like, that was like one of the most horrifying experiences of my gaming life. That's like, petrifying. Yeah. It's it's wild that the console is just so much cheaper now than the games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have, might as well just buy another Wii. Right. <laughs> I have my my GameCube is like on my entertainment stand right next to my Switch. I have the uh, Game Boy Advance like game player attached mm -hmm. to the bottom. Yeah, I, the Game Boy player is awesome. I was my Retron does all of it for me now too. Mm -hmm. I totally don't emulate my Game Boy games on my PC. But why would I do that? Good for you. I'd never do that. <laughs> no, you use your smartphone, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, well, final two. Let's get... Uh, I was going to get a e coin, but I... My, um... 
You're too poor for that. Uh, here we go. Hold on. Roll a D4. I, I am too poor for that. So I I have here a uh, a good times wooden nickel, which is good for one kid's soft serve or not soft serve. They have they actually have frozen custard at good times, which is awesome. Mm. Yeah, you guys are like you know people always brag about fucking in and out. I'm like no, come to Colorado, man. We got fucking good times. They're the best. One so, of us is Mr. Good Times. The other one's Soft Boy. Who's who? Yeah, who's who, Sean? Can I be good times? Because I'm allergic to dairy. I mean, I like, I like the, uh, I like the good times. We got green chili cheese fries here. Yeah, fucking honestly, what the dipping sauce? The fuck kind of place doesn't have green chili cheese fries? And you can't help but love a bacon cheeseburger called the Big Daddy. Ooh, (laughs) yeah, sounds good. All right. So honestly, the, the only thing Good Times manages to fuck up is chicken. All right. Kevin, so you can go the side that says Good that. Times is Kevin. Apparently, he's the he's the Good Time, and uh, good the time. side with the uh, frozen custard cone is Crow. It looks like a dick, and I've been a dick for half the stream. <laughs> All right. It is Good Times. Give me that good Times. Let the good times roll. All right. <laughs> All right. My long shot here is that level five will somehow show up and relaunch their announcement for dark cloud three i've never even heard of that hey man if that happened i would be incredibly fucking hyped yeah i'd be so happy um dark cloud was like a ps2 launch game actually talk about what are you playing we played that for like Maybe like an hour, or maybe like 30, 40 minutes before, um, just before the show, too. Like, we are playing, the boys and I were playing it a bit. I love Dark Cloud. It's a I PS2 original game. Dark Cloud on the shelves at Game Crazy a lot, but I never actually So I bought it. Dark Cloud 2 there. Nice. At Game Crazy. But my PS2 didn't, it like, it sucked. I had the, uh-huh. the big old PS2. Yeah. It, it was a clunker. I got it from a friend for free. The only that game days. that it could play was Dark Cloud 1. Mm. So I played Dark Cloud 1. And then I bought Mega Man X7, I think. Mm. And it didn't play it. And I was like, oh, it doesn't work. I'm going to return it. Mm. And then I bought Dark Cloud 2 because I was like, holy smokes, there's a Dark Cloud 2. I love this game. And I bought it. Didn't work on the PS2. So I bought another PS2. I saved all my money, bought another PS2 to play Dark Cloud 2. Mm-hmm. I like one more than two. But there's a video floating around of a Dark Cloud 3 announcement for PlayStation 3. And for a hot, like, internet minute, I had, like, the most views for an article written about Dark Cloud 3. And it's just like, are they going to do anything about Dark Cloud 3 this year? And that's all it was. So it was like a do-nothing article. I really want Dark Cloud 3 to happen. And that video announcement mm-hmm. was from, like, 2006. So maybe 15 years later, huh. we'll get our Dark Cloud 3 in there. Yeah. I mean, to I don't PS3 think it's going to happen. June? Get to PS3. Yeah. We'll, see, we'll see it there. I don't even that's own why, a PS3. That's why they reversed course on shutting it down. They're like, oh, man, Dark Cloud 3 is coming. We got we to gotta keep it up. <laughs> yeah, I I think the problem with it is that Level 5 is a pretty smaller studio, and they got a lot of success with Nino Kuni instead. So, I mean, who knows, maybe Dark Cloud 3 will be a thing. I still want to play Rogue Legacy, it's a game like that, but... To be fair, uh, Cyberpunk took nine years to develop. It was announced when 360 was still a thing, 
and they were still kind of a bit of an enigma because Witcher 3 hadn't happened yet. That's and true, then look yeah. what happened there. So, never say never. Goonies never say die. That's why it's my long shot here. Dark Cloud 3. <laughs> Alright. Well, Crow, do you want to give our last crazy go nuts prediction? Are you sure you didn't you don't want to roll a D1 or something just to make sure that I don't get uh, shut up entirely? No no no, no 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 I'm good, we're going. Okay, final prediction. Looping back to my first one, because I had kind of teased it. I, I Breath of the Wild my 2. Link plushie. Cool, good enough. I'm a Link fan. I'm gonna take that as it's my turn. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2. I'm going to say we're going to get a date. I'm going to say it's going to happen spring of 2022. I'm going to say that it's going to happen the first half of March because it is the anniversary of Breath of the Wild 1. I'm going to say it is going to happen either, because it could be either one depending on, you know, the issues because of shit happening, either March 4th or March 11th. And we are not going to get a console for it because... Nintendo fucking hates Zelda. That's my little brownie point thing. The, the the prediction is the dates. Okay, so if it happens to land on either of those specific dates, then you will get your points. So, yeah, uh, yeah I think... I think that's a, a good prediction for the window, at least. Uh, for the specific dates, I trust you because of your past predictions. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a good possible <laughs> date. But I don't think we're getting a release date at E3. Probably not. That's why that was my my long shot. Yeah. I think we might get like a 2022 window. Maybe Only... as far as a spring 2022 window. Only reason I say that we're getting a date is because we got a date for Legends Arceus. They didn't have to give us one. True. They could have just given us dates for the remakes and mm -hmm. saved Arceus for its own direct. Right. But they decided to throw us a bone anyway, so... I feel Who like knows? with those two specifically, they're both Pokemon, and they're coming... It, or that one was uh, coming out, like, right the same... They they announced at the same time as the Diamond and Pearl dates. Yeah, uh, it feels uh, like a remakes. package deal. Yeah, it's like, they're coming out not that far apart, they might as well announce them both right at the same time. If, if Arceus was, like a spring game or a summer game if it was getting pushed back that much then i think they would have done that mm -hmm. all right well i guess that does it and there's where you at on time uh two hours 56 minutes according to so the holy version. smokes so close to three hours yeah how many how many times have you had a podcast go over three hours i think Four or Kevin, five. when was the last time you were on the show? Pretty consistently when we have uh, multiple guests, I want to say. Yeah, somehow it's like our 90-minute projected runtime kind of throws itself out the window when we have a certain amount of people talking just to get every, yeah. every opinion Go. in there and the conversation flows and meanders and stuff, which is half the reason I do the podcast is to have wacky-ass conversations. So it's like, but I, I don't stop with three. Yeah. Every guest adds about 45 minutes. <laughs> I was just going to say, I feel like I do talk for about 45 or 50 minutes on this show. It's more fun that way. Yeah. And I get to show off cool things like Castlevania cartridges or yeah, yeah. talk about Zelda. Here's 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 a last minute, probably not announced. <laughs> let's, let's see Penitent 1 for Smash. Yes. <laughs> In. I'd fucking dig it. Or Aku. That would be really funny. 
Not even Samurai Jack. Not even Samurai Jack. You get yeah, Aku. Just, just Aku. No, no, no. Give me the Scotsman. I want the Scotsman. I would be so hyped for the Scotsman. He fits Smash Bros. energy so well. That'd be great. Is your machine gun leg over there? Uh, so do we want to plug ourselves? Yeah, I yeah. guess that'll move us to our final segment of the podcast where we plug ourselves and then we'll move uh, to the final, final se- I, I guess that's not the final segment, is it? That's the second to last segment, so I have to drink. It's, it's the final segment. It's not the final, final. Right, you know. It's, 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 so anyways, uh, ultimate of course, form. thank you, our lovely, wonderful guests, for joining us once again. Uh, Mr. Shabazzle himself is at the top of the window because that's how discord arranged us so uh i'll let him go first great um yeah i i've been streaming on twitch kind of regularly that, that's been fun um usually on wednesdays we play D D. um sometimes on the weekends we'll do some like zelda uh mods and uh, i don't know whatever whatever just happens but um i am a twitch affiliate twitch.tv slash basil I don't know. I I am Chabazzle on Twitter. Sometimes I post cool pictures and reply to people's tweets on there too. So he likes that's my me. stuff. All right. He likes my stuff because we're friends, and I appreciate yeah. him. I do. I like. I retweet. I'm good for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good for one. And Crow, our other special guest of the week. Yeah, special surprise guest that nobody's ever met before, and I totally haven't been on. Probably more than anybody else. Probably more than anybody uh, else. Except for, uh, you know, me. Chris. Yeah, you and Chris. But you two are the hosts, so you don't... I did the count. Anyway. I've I, on every episode. I also stream. I do streams on Wednesdays, but I don't do D&D. I do other things. Like a Nuzlocke that is going horribly right now. I have, like, six Pokemon left. I tuned um, in for a second and, like, your Bayleaf died or something. Yeah, you tuned in at the worst time. I was an emotionally broken man. That was my favorite. Um, yeah, I didn't even know what you were streaming, but you were just like, no, not my bay leaf. What am I going to do? I have to grind for hours. Uh-huh. I did. I ground that thing for hours. Hmm. All for naught. Um, yeah, I stream on Wednesdays and then on weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, do a variety of things. I am also a Twitch affiliate and just recently set up... Uh, my points things you can redeem points for such and i am working currently on a new discord that should be live at some point so keep an eye on my twitter both things are just crowbird cannon hello there crow says hi it's it's e3 hats it's it's e3 um, hats i have three hats oh my God. because because yeah. e3 you're such an idiot <laughs> i love you too <laughs> I when you said that it was E three because of the hats, I immediately was like, "Wait, I need to go run in the other room and grab my three copies of Ocarina of Time." That's why those are there. Okay, I, I okay. Three. You know, these all make three sense. Three ways I would have, I would have yeah. uh, come up with something clever if I had put two and two together, but I did not. Um, See, when you put two and two together, you get four. E three yeah, doesn't like going with two and two together. Yeah, well, thus three far... Three is two and one together. Yeah, well, That's how math. Appar- That's why it's two GameCube 164. Yeah, well, clearly I didn't put it together, so as far as I'm concerned, two and two was three. 
Anyway, you can find me at twitch.tv slash corporatecanon or, you know, twitter.com slash corporatecanon, where I do stuff. And I'm cool. And my mom thinks I'm funny. So that's good enough, right? So it is. Probably. <laughs> All right, and of course, uh, I am your host, Spamoman, and this is my co-host, Chris. He forgot to give himself a weird Lynn Middle name this week, Audit. I mean, I actually just wasn't introduced. We just kind of started the podcast. I said co-host and and or guests. No, you said crow-host, and then we went on a tangent about how I I, were laughing because I replaced him, and then we moved on. See, so it's it's Crow's fault. Okay. Chris, replaced by Crow, Audit. The crow oh, must go on. Thank Hi, you. I'm, Thank you. I'm Chris Audet. Uh, you can find my writings on DriveThruRPG and Itch.io, and you can, under the name, brand name, Five Cataclysms, you can also find my co-author's writings there. His stuff costs money, but it is really good. You should pick it up. You should also pick my stuff up, too, because that stuff, you can pay whatever you want, including the low, low price of absolutely free. Uh, so, yeah, check us out. Also, I am going to go deal with a crying dog. Hold on. Or go, go, go sure. on without me. All right. I guess we'll have to go, go on. must go crazy. on. Yeah. The crow must go on. <laughs> the crow must go on. Don't crow over spilled milk. I mean, that is, I guess that's sound advice. That That, that, is, not, that is not wrong. And now we move to the real final segment of the podcast where we talk about inane bullshit until somebody says something really awkward and I cut it off. This is your Nintendo one more thing, even though it is every single time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's close enough. One of these days, they're just not going to do a one more thing and the internet is just going to go fucking like berserk. Mm-hmm. They're just going to stop gonna it. It's kind of become like the norm now with certain things too, where it's like... <laughs> You watch the movie, and then you, like, you sit there for the extra 15 minutes or 20 minutes, and it's like, wait, there might be a thing where Captain America takes his shirt off at the end. Like, you gotta sit and watch it. Marvel has us trained. (laughs) Most credit scene where it's just Captain Planet and uh, uh, and Spider-Man 69. I keep expecting, like, Deadpool to just show up at the end of, like, a non-Marvel movie and just, just be like, hey, guys, I'm sneaking in and plugging Deadpool 3, just, like, out of nowhere in, like, mm-hmm. a romantic comedy or some bullshit that has nothing to do with it. Doesn't that the just seem he, like they just, like... That'd be a very Deadpool marketing. I feel like Ryan Reynolds would years. totally fucking go for that, too. Oh, yeah. You do it at the end of Sonic 2. I think yes. that would be fun. Be I, I would be up for that. Um, Sonic I, 2, where they introduced Tails? They already did. Yes. Yeah, because he was in a post credit scene. You'd know that if you... With I mean, it was a mid credit scene. Like it Captain wasn't a post credit scene. Yeah, those, was credits, those credits are really good, by the way. Like, those are the most entertaining credits I've ever watched for the Sonic Yeah, they're movie. fun. It was like the Sonic animated style, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like the was, sprite work and shit. It was a tribute to past Sonic games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the boys have easily watched that movie like over two dozen times. Yeah, I went to like, go they'll see They'll ask Daily, be like, can we watch the Sonic movie? And it's like, oh. Direct? Like, no, you... we've watched it too much already. 
I went to go see it in theaters twice. Um, once by myself, once with my roommates. And I was actually lined up to go a third time with my friends, but then COVID hit. Yeah. I was like, all right, uh, guess I'll just go fuck myself in the, you know, back corner of my room. <laughs> 